Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And normally this would be like a throwdown Thursday slash thirsty Thursday. But as we were reveling and celebrating the Cleveland Browns actually winning a game. This is a true story, by the way. <laughs> it's not very often that you get to celebrate one, one, and one. But here on the Sports Brew, <laughs> you, well, actually, usually for celebrating that, it's one beer, one mixed drink, and maybe one shot. <laughs> so, woo. The, woo, the Cleveland Browns are inspiring us. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, they deserve this. They, de- they, they deserve, and this is the first time that we have ever led with something positive for the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> this is a first. Open the coolers. <laughs> Bust up the Bud Light beer fridges, whatever you got to do. I mean, I saw people bro-hugging it out in the stands. And look, I know it was the Jets. I understand. <laughs> they have their problems, too. But kudos to you, Cleveland. Kudos to you. First win since, uh, do you remember, Shannon, I think it was December 2016? Yes, December 2016. Oh, my God. Look. Against the Rage Face. <laughs> Rivers. <laughs> Actually, you know what? It's not just Cherry. That's favorite. It's not just Cherry. It's a fire. I think Susan Boyle needs to make a return, dude. <laughs> they dreamed the dream. Yes, they dreamed the dream. Oh my lord. Yep, feeling the ground. Hell hasn't frozen over, so I guess it really is true. I mean, you, you, you could break out probably like little John at this point. I mean, that that's what Cleveland's getting tonight. I mean, just amazing. How many babies are going to... This is like the Super Bowl, right? How many babies are going to be born in Cleveland nine months from now, right? You know, we talk, we, there were all the jokes about Florence, Hurricane Florence, and about, oh, hope you guys have some condoms and some protection. Don't be surprised me with all these new cousins and grandbabies in nine months. But Cleveland, whoa! Holy Baker the baby maker, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, to forget no scrubs, we'll go back to some Master P, man. Yeah, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Dude, actually, you know what? Forget that. Forget that. Forget that. Look, put some respect on them. You know what I'm saying? Put some respect on them. Put some respect on the Cleveland Browns, buddy. Holy moly. Look, let's be honest. Everybody in Cleveland, they're celebrating sports brew style. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's some gin and juice. They're going to be doing some shots. They're cranking up that Bud Light beer fridge. I do like how they, uh, and I pulled that article back up. I, I think I sent that in like August of uh, August of this year. It's kind of goofy. Bud Light had the, this deal uh, where they were stocking beer fridges. Victory fridges is what they called them. And they were filled with brew in Cleveland bars. And they were locked, right? And it would only unlock when the Browns actually won their first game. You know, since 2016. And they did. And once that happened, it was going to be free beer for everyone. They even replaced that beer once a month. I don't know if I believe that. I don't know if you have to replace Bud Light. I don't believe that at all. I, think I don't that, think they give a shit right now. I think that's some st- <laughs> You know, actually, if, if it was... Free the, beer, baby. Yeah, free if, beer. Uh, yeah, they don't care. Game. That's if, all that matters. If it was a Redskins victory fridge, you know they wouldn't have replaced it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> 2015. What is this? That's good enough. Screw it. It's aged. Yeah, it's, it's, it's aged. It's a veteran. It's a vested veteran beer. Good enough. 
Oh my god. Oh lord have mercy. Ridiculous. Now we'll go back to respect. We'll, 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 sorry Aretha hey. Franklin, this is probably not the way you wanted to go, but <laughs> respect to the Cleveland Browns. And gentlemen, you know what? Not only are we going to lead off with giving the Cleveland Browns some love, which is still amazing to me. Oh my god. Uh, but I think we should salute a clock and give the Browns some respect out of the gate. Why not? I like let's, that let, idea. Let's, br- let's break format. Let's totally let's break free. Let's. <laughs> Damn it, McGuffin. Sorry. It's the beer. Really? 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 Oh, Cleveland police. We won. <laughs> Wait. Oh, God. The free beer thing. Okay, Cleveland. Stay calm. Go Browns. <laughs> At least you didn't drop them all, man. For you know, I was figuring you were gonna go turn back time. Yeah, they had to go back to a game against the Rage Face in sixteen. Dude, you know what I didn't realize? Side note, by the way, we always joke about about Philip Rivers and all of his kids. I didn't realize Ryan Fitzpatrick is slowly catching up to him in the number of kids that dude uh-huh. has. <laughs> yeah. If you have it, magic is alive and well. Yeah, apparently, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, touchdown passes. You want to kids you want to throw back in honor in honor of the Browns, in honor of Philip Rivers, in honor of Fitzmagic, and apparently in honor of this Adobe Air message. I'm going to keep getting until I reinstall this thing, dude. We're going Stan Bush. You got the touch. <laughs> <laughs> How very fitting. <laughs> oh dear my god. <laughs> Dude. Man. There you go. And if you're a Transformers fan, dude, uh, by, by all means, you should totally get. The Transformers soundtrack is so vintage of that era. It's fantastic. It's great. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. This is probably also dedicated to Kentucky knocking off Florida. And, yes. and what Kansas City winning in Pittsburgh was that like the first time since like 1986 or something goofy? It was it, like it's it's been a minute. <laughs> Kansas football winning games. Then they win back to back games in scoring over 30 <laughs> points in both of those games against the FBS teams. Oh my god! I mean, unreal, unreal. Oh uh, my gosh! You know what? Also, this is dedicated to Crowell. Crowell's uh, you know, touchdown celebration where he apparently. Uh, paid homage to the Sports Brews single ply segment from the other week, and he totally <laughs> swiped right a few times and then chucked that ball in the stands. <laughs> Bad form, buddy. Bad form. Bad form. Hilarious. I, we do appreciate Hilarious. the single ply reference. Yeah. We do appreciate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh Lord! All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Look, 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 look. I can, look, I can look. mark off the Crowell butt wipe touchdown celebration yeah, off yeah. my list. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that I could help. Hmm. But seriously, salute o'clock, man, to, to uh, City of Cleveland. Oh my God! I know, I know that you got, you know, a, a little while back, you got the first, you know, NBA championship, LeBron James. That's great. But That's to win awesome. your, but to win your first football game. <laughs> In that long, <laughs> for those guys to be bro hugging it out in the stands like they were, for the announcers to be like, "Open the coolers," um, for the Bud Light victory fridges to finally get opened, you know what I mean? Oh, 
I mean, look, that was the most memor memorable victory formation, I think, since Greg Schiano's debacle, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That junk was crazy. That junk was crazy. So we're going to go salute a clock, man. Salute a clock. So first and foremost, I'm rocking the Champion Brewery Missile IPA. It's good, by the way. And I'm also uh, double clutching out, and I've got my uh, beam and uh, the Mexico, or the, uh, you know, the all cane sugar Coke from Mexico. It really is the, oh my God. Thank you, Costco, for stocking that, by the way. In glass bottles, and so good. And if you're going to do a mixer, that's the way to go. My God. So good. Thank you, Cleveland. Yes. Thank, thank you. Cleveland. McGuffin, what you got, brother? In honor of Mr. Giggity Giles, I am drinking some dragon's milk tonight. Nice. Yeah, buddy. Solid choice. Solid choice. Uh. <laughs> Randy, which well, one did you end up going with, this, man? In honor of this momentous occasion of the Browns actually winning a game, I'm actually double fisting. Whoa! Uh, to the to the right a of Andy. easy there. Is that what Storm? Right? Isn't that what Stormy Daniels said to Ben Roethlisberger? No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. That's that, 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 that was a bad joke. That's a bad joke. Whoa! So uh, to the right of me, I got uh, something from Coelacanth Brewing Company. It's a passion fruit goza, which is pretty tasty. Mm. And then on deck for once I finish this tasty beverage, I have a collaboration between Ooh. Stone Brewing and No Effects called Punk in Drublick. There you go. Nice. I've always wanted to try that one. How is that one? It's not bad. It's uh yeah. Luckily, uh, Penny got like a free say eight pack of it at work for from Stone. So that's awesome. They also gave her a, a growler and like a twelve pack of. Uh, some of their beer. I can't remember what, what, which one it was. I know it's one of Justin's favorites, though. From oh, Stone. The, uh... Here you go. 60 here's or 90-minute IPA? Here's a little no effects for you. I'm trying to think of what... I'd have to go look at it, but... You know, F on me for not remembering what beer she got <laughs> free, so... Sorry, yeah. it's free beer. It's, it's free right. beer. What are you going to do? What are you going to say? What do you... You know... Actually, you know what... Here we go with this one. I don't think it's very often we get to crank up no effects in a podcast. I'll roll with it. This is Dinosaurs Will Die. Mmm. You know what else is going to die is those beers. You're going to double clutch the hell out of those things. Hell yeah. Good times, brother. Ugh. All right. So, right, so are we at halftime? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I'm ready to retire. Okay. <laughs> I'm the Dante Davis out of here. <laughs> We're not, it's, all, it's like the first quarter, bro. You can't retire yet, man. Oh, okay. I got to wait. Lee. Okay. I need another beer. So. Man, I was getting ready to say, dude. Halfway through. Yeah, that's, that, 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 that's a pretty fast pullout. I mean, yeah, that's what she said. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey. Actually, that's not that's not what you want her to say <laughs> for the fellas listening. Are we gonna go back to the touch? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Although, really, if if you pull out like that, 
Does it go back to the Harlem Shake? <laughs> I'm saying. <sighs> Does that completely redefine? Actually, I had a really bad thought. Does that completely redefine the meaning of pour some sugar on me? Is sugar mm. actually a code word for something else? Maybe. Wait a second, you only have one bad thought? No, but... That is a good question. Cle you know Cleveland's totally breaking out some quiet riot tonight. You know that, right? Dude, they're breaking out everything tonight. Dude, look, pro, pro tip from the sports brew. We know you're going to be partying like the Eagles did winning the Super Bowl. Stay away from the horse poop. Do, do not, not eat the horse poop. Do not, okay. do not eat the... Look, PSA from your friends at the sports brew. Do not eat the horse poop. Okay? Look, that Cleveland is bars do not obey no. the ABC laws tonight. <laughs> you serve till they are done. And honestly, look, you'll make more money that way. Chariots of fire, baby. And I'm call feeling. an Uber driver. Our buddy Matt Thomas, you know, he's an Uber driver. Call him. He'll come get you. He'll take care of you. All the way in Cleveland? My God, what would that tad be? Good Lord. I mean... He might do it, though. Never know. Dude, I mean, you never know. You never know. Never know. All right, well, that, that was a really sloppy start to the podcast, but, you know, that's okay. <laughs> it's week two. You know, if it's a little bumpy, that you know, I just blame the Redskins for that. Cleveland the, won a game, their crap. I mean, Jesus. Cleveland did win a game, and we had to actually watch that. We would have started the smidge earlier. I thought this game was going to be atrociously awful and unwatchable. Uh, I'm not saying it was a thing of beauty by any stretch of the imagination, but it did get very compelling with Baker Mayfield out there. It uh, did. And certainly and he with, looked really good. He yeah. looked sharp. I, dude, I, I like Baker Mayfield. I mean, you don't know what his career is going to turn into, but I, I like him. And it's nice to see Cleveland trending in the right direction. Um, yes. I, obviously, Dorsey has, a, I think, a pretty interesting track record. So, I, you know, I'd like to believe that you're going to see the tables turn. And Lord knows if there's any fan base and any franchise, uh, and I say this as a fan of a long-suffering one under Dan Snyder, um, God bless, but uh, Cleveland Browns fans, loyal, dedicated, they've put up with a, their, more than their fair share of crap, okay? And they also got double helpings because the Ravens, er, the former Browns, ended up being, you know, they've won a couple of a Super Bowls since they left. So that, oh, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? Like, that's an extra helping of, of, of just poop in the wound. You know what I'm saying? So if there's any team that deserves a turnaround and a nice streak, it's definitely them. And I and I hope that's what we're seeing is the foundation, the cornerstone of that turnaround. Because that fan base, dude, they, they would so embrace that. I mean, hell, they embrace their team sucking big bags of butt. That, it, look, if anybody should be like the official mascot of the BSE or the Butt Suck Express, it's <laughs> Cleveland. I mean, they're virtually the Cleveland BSEs. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Their mascot yes. should be the guy that shot himself in the in the in the dick with a uh, t-shirt on. <laughs> That's you know what I'm saying? With the t-shirt. Yeah, with the t-shirt can and the stupid mascot that <laughs> nearly you know became a eunuch trying to fire off a damn t-shirt. I mean, t how do you shoot yourself? Like, how do you not know? Come on, bro. Right Come, on, Come on, man. man. Come on, man. How on earth? How on earth? Do you, you get the, the t-shirt cannon wrong? Like I'm going for How do you get that wrong? Ah. Well, oh, yo, I think I know what you're asking for. I do you think know I know what you're asking. How do, <laughs> how do you get that yes. wrong? Or, as Shannon might say, 
How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? <laughs> and he shot himself in the dick. I mean, <laughs> I mean dude. <laughs> Bruh, if anybody deserves the fail horn tonight, it's that mascot shooting yourself in the junk. Fail. Like, Fail. Don't you put that on your shoulder? I mean, come on. <laughs> anyway, like a bazooka. Dude, that's like, those, that's like those memes where that, that dum-dum has a chainsaw between his legs and he's trying to start it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a, it's just a, bad, it's just a bad idea. I don't care I, how you rationalize it. Having a T-shirt cannon aimed at your at your package is a bad idea. You know what I mean? It's just not going to end well. It's just not. Yeah, and a it's bag of not. peas ain't going to help for that weekend. No, I'll tell you that. no, no. I I don't think yeah. there's any. I don't think there's any shaking <laughs> You're it off. You're going to need some alcohol for that weekend. That, yeah, I mean, alcohol. Some. Something. When yeah. I had the old uh, surgery, and I had the bag of peas, but I also had some good uh, some good pills that weekend. <laughs> Uh, I may or may not have added to the effect with some beer. Of course you, of course you, you know, you were responsible with the medicate, you know, the warnings on the bottle of medication and did not add any, any booze or beer or, you know, anything to that. You didn't click, click, pull a beer out of the fridge. Yeah, I did. It was actually NFL draft weekend. So, and my doctor said, you know, if you want to amplify the effects you have a drink or two true story true story he was like you it's know what? okay just just don't overdo it and i was like okay you know the, you know the other thing is when i want to amplify the effects and have a drink or two i see todd over at kroger hey, hey. <laughs> actually i need to visit him he's got you something did. for me todd todd man hey brother i hope you enjoyed single ply last week <laughs> <laughs> he, he's having a tap takeover tomorrow at, uh, from five to eight. Well, it, 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 that's the definition of single ply is a tap takeover. That's let's be honest. <laughs> be, be careful. <laughs> be careful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get our intros and get everybody in. We talked about our beers. Oh my lord. A couple of different things. Number one, Shannon. Shannon, kudos to the Colts, by the way. I was not happy watching that Redskins-Colts game. Um, I was pretty disappointed. Week one was a little bit of a teaser, and I think that told us, and this was, this was part of the deal the other week, is you know week one, you don't have a lot of stuff to really evaluate teams, so you have to take it with a grain of salt. And the Redskins, we thought, looked pretty good in week one. Defense looked competent. Offense looked balanced. AP looked good. Blah, blah, blah. What we realized, there's two things that we learned from the Colts game. All right? And again, this is a combination of week one and week two. Number one, the Cardinals suck. Yes. All right? Number two, the Colts, I think, are going to be much better than people anticipated. They played the Bengals very tough. And I, other than a fumble, they had a good shot to win that game. And I really thought they about looked like they were going to jailbreak out of, you know, and, and, and I mean, they, they just, they handled the Redskins. There were a couple of moments where, you know, the Redskins had some opportunities. It's not like they got blown out of the water or anything. Uh, but the offense left uh, quite a bit on the table. Um, I can see why 20,000 people didn't show up. Then maybe they knew. Um, but as a Redskins fan, that game was pretty disappointing. 
but I don't want to take any, anything away from Indianapolis. I think you have to look at Frank Reich and the return of Andrew Luck. I think it's a pleasant surprise, right? I think it, it, is. I, yeah. it is. And, um, you know, from game one to game two, the Colts put more of an emphasis on trying to run the ball. It mm-hmm. wasn't, you know, 100% effective, but they ran the ball. They, they had a commitment to running the ball. Yeah. A guy on the line that really impressed me was their first-round pick, Quentin Nelson. I mean, he, he, was, he was getting guys off the line. That dude was a steal at pick six. And getting those extra picks from the Jets for from the three spot to the six spot yeah. was absolutely worth it. And Quentin Nelson, dude, that guy's going to be in the league for 10 to 15 years, and he's going to be a solid part of that offensive line. Um, Don't you miss Grigson? Come on. <laughs> no. Can we, miss can, him like I miss diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> can we bring that guy and his – what was that banner that got hung up? Can we bring him back? The, the AFC finalist. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe we just hung the one-and-one banner after uh, oh. the 2018 season began. Oh, my God. We, we won a game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, pretty sure the Cleveland Browns just rose up the one-one-and-one banner. They ought to. I, I still can't believe <laughs> – I can't. It's hard to believe that there's a team we just watched start the season one one and one. That I mean, that's it, incredible. I mean, <laughs> it, all those games have been. I mean, they lost in New Orleans by three. They tied Pitt and they win by four against the Jets. I mean, it's they could very easily if they had a kicker, a kicker that was healthy, be three and zero, or have the opportunity to be two and one. We'll put it that way. They've been in the mix. I mean, look, we topic jumped a little bit because we need to, you know, jump out to the Colts for a second. But yeah, sorry. uh, I mean, I I think you have to give kudos to, you know, certainly kudos to the Browns. Uh, That was last season was ugly. They've had a rough stretch, and you know, you can pile on Hugh Jackson if you want, but uh, it looks like they've made some good choices as far as the roster management. It's still weird that they traded. Gordon for a bag of nuts, essentially to New England. I will, I will but, say this, Justin, and, and not to cut you off. Yeah, no, go ahead. I think Cleveland did him a solid, and probably the reason the reason for that is is he went to a team where discipline is expected, and he knows that if he is not disciplined, if he isn't disciplined in how he approaches each day, he's gone. And he may never get another chance. Like Cleveland gave him five years of chances. They did. But he knows that New England will not hesitate to cut his ass if he screws up. Well, it's it's a very calculated football move. You know what I mean? If you get anywhere in the range from say, you know, seventy five to a hundred percent of what he could be, it's a plus move. You know, if he's on field and it doesn't have a relapse or doesn't have some issues, but he's going to a very, very strong organizational culture. You can argue about New England. You can complain about certain things with him. That's fine. And I know, you know, there was some stuff coming out this week about how they could win. You know, some people don't like Brady and they could win without him and blah, 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 whatever. There's there's always noise around New England. But here's the thing. Consistently, you know, I mean, think about this. Is for essentially two decades, for essentially two decades, that team has been good <clears throat> to above, you know what I mean? Like good to great. You know what I mean? It, it, and that's it, amazing. It, it's incredible because if you go back and you think about who they were 
right when Brady is very young. I mean, freaking Drew Bledsoe? I mean, think about what that team was when Brady really came into the league and, and start, they started transitioning to him to where they're at now. I mean, there's yeah. like an army of, of NFL careers that have started and ended in this window. We've gone from being, you know, early 20s party or rage facers to being like, you know, dads with kids and, you know what I mean, like chill, right? Two decades is a long-ass time to be relevant and consistently and good. the one consistent is Brady yeah. and Belichick. Brady and Belichick. So, I, I, you know, whatever the drama may be, whether that's speculative or real or whatever, people will latch on to it. Here's the thing. That's a winning organizational culture. They have a very sound structure. They know who they are. They know what they do. And yeah. they've been willing to take on certain risks with players. They clearly have done it before. Um, and it's not too... You know, you can cherry pick some stuff out and you can argue about whether it's the flake. I mean, you can ar- make arguments about them and, and kind of run off, you know, go in a lot of different directions. But consistently, that's a strong organizational culture. They're very football centric. And some of this other drama and some of these other things that might be a distraction elsewhere, that team knows or that organization knows how to channel it, bottle it, you know, but I hate to say bottle it up, but they know how to focus and in certain capacities and they know how to like <clears throat> just not yeah. have all that stuff be an issue. You know what I mean? So Josh well, Gordon, I don't know if, if that was purely a Cleveland thing or maybe it got poked and prodded by agents or maybe some league representatives, who knows um, on the surface you go, Oh my God, if there was anywhere that he could have gone, that's that should help him. That's one of those places. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, to turn his career around, to be on the right track, and to be somewhere that's football-centric. And don't forget, by the way, for a guy that's got drug problems, that Ohio and, and all that stuff with Cleveland, as happy as we are that uh, they, they beat the Jets and how great that is, think about the issues with you know, opioids. And, I mean, Ohio's a hotbed for opioid problems. Oh, yeah. And I'm not I saying – Go no, ahead. you're right. Yeah, I've got friends out that way yeah. who see that stuff all the time. Yeah. And, you know, the, the Midwest where you get kind of bored because there's not a lot going on. Mm-hmm. And what, what do you do to have some fun? And, you know, it it's out there. It's in Kentucky, Ohio, <clears throat> Iowa, you know, it's in a lot pretty of, much. It's in a lot of places. It's in yeah. a lot of places. And, it's in a lot of places. You know, but... for them, you know, and they could have. I'm sure there was more than just the offer from the Patriots. Of course. I think from a just tr- from a human standpoint, if we can just for a minute, I think they tried to do best by him, even if it was just a fifth rounder to New England to get him. They had they had to get rid of him if he was going to show up late to a meeting. I mean, there's only they have given that dude so many chances. You get him to New England. His locker is right next to Brady's. I heard really? that today. Didn't know on that the sh- on the on the radio. His, his locker is right next to Tom Brady's. So, look, if you want to succeed, you're going to learn that playbook. You've got the quarterback right next to you in the locker room. There are no more excuses. He also got Jimmy G's number, so Tom Brady can hit him all he wants. I'm just saying. Well, let's hope he's throwing the ball and not actually punching. Well, right. Uh, No, that was kind of a running gag this week. 
no, it's an interesting fit. It's an interesting fit. And, you know, uh, Josh Gordon has been like a football tease for years. Look, both of you guys obviously are going to remember Justin Blackman, right? Yep. And that, that guy looked like he was going to be a phenom and break out in the scene. And he had substance. Of, you know, he, he had issues. And that guy's career ended because of his, his own issues. And you look at Josh Gordon, you go, my God. You know, let's hope he he doesn't forfeit, essentially forfeit what his career could be because he can't get out of his own way. And, you know, fair or not, if Cleveland is really turning the corner and they've reached a point and they have an identity and they're trying to build to that and they say, you know what, we've reached our limit, it's time to move on. And that's fair. They've donated a lot, not donated, but they've given a lot of time. I was thinking kind of Josh Gordon, I hate to refer to him as a charity case, I don't think that's fair, but... You know, they've invested a lot in him and they've tried to help him out. And, and there's issues. And sometimes you just need to take, you just need to go to the next chapter, right? And Baker Mayfield and their roster turnover is really their next chapter. You know what I'm saying? And so all the stuff with Josh Gordon, there's a lot of history. There's a body of history there. And given what happened, whether he tweaked his hammy at a promotional event, whatever it is, if they said, you know what, we, we've reached our limit, we're good. Let's focus on who we have, uh, where we're going. They obviously invested in Jarvis Landry. They've, got, you know what I mean. They've invested in some other guys, and so Josh Gordon's upside is 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 appealing. We all know that, um, but maybe they just need to turn their focus on other things, and I think that's reasonable. So for Gordon to end up with New England, I mean, God bless Dallas would have been a disaster. That would have been a bad place to go. San Francisco would have been interesting. Um, but New England, from purely an organizational strength and a football standpoint, if if he can stay on track and stay on point and do the work, there's a lot of upside for him in New England. And it's the proverbial, if you flame out in New England, it's on you. Because that, that's pure football. That's a football-centric um, organizational... You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if, if you can't get it together there, that's really more on you than it is on the organization because they're going to give you opportunities if you work and if you put in the time and put in the effort they're going to give you opportunities to succeed because that coaching staff knows how to do that so I don't know that he could have gone to a better situation there's still talent he doesn't have to be the guy he doesn't have to run the entire you know what I mean like he doesn't have to be you know, figure out the whole playbook in a, in three days. They have other people, but think about it like this: if he goes and keeps his nose clean, uh, maybe that's a bad reference. But if he goes there and doesn't, <laughs> does, oh no, just saying. Damn, <laughs> I know. If <laughs> if he keeps Freudian his, slip, I there. know. Well, what are you gonna do? Um, <laughs> if he handles his business and dedicates himself and exerts the energy towards what it can be and dedicates himself to that. Think about the combination of Gronk, Edelman, obviously there are other people, and Josh Gordon. That's a real potentially that's a very, very filthy combination. Don't forget Sony Michelle. Oh, I know. That's what I'm saying. There's other people. And clearly, you know, that's a that's an organization, that's a team that's not not afraid to experiment. And I I want to say they've I thought I heard somebody talk about like the number of wide receiver, well, transactions in general, but like wide receiver transactions. That, that I mean, they they are so 
willing to turn over certain roster spots. Uh, and they, they've, they've just, they spent a ton of time signing wide receivers and uh, they expend a lot of energy on this. And I, you know, it's funny for all the things to do, right. You know, I, I don't think their track record for drafting wide receivers is particularly good. Uh, no. but that, that's off the cuff without looking at anything right in front of my face. But, um, again, there's a lot of upside with the move for what they're doing, which is sending a fifth round. And are they getting a seventh round back definitively? I think there was some initial chatter that there were some <laughs> I think conditions he on that. Play, but, what ten games or something? Yeah, but yeah, I, if, I think if he doesn't appear in ten games, they get a seventh round pick back. I thought I saw that the language changed, and they essentially traded the fifth for Gordon, and they get a seventh back. I'm it's, sure it's the con- Patriots it's a conditional. It's well, conditional right. Stuff. I think initially it was reported that way, but I, I think that. That was the initial thing, but remember they had that whole snafu where, well, it's not actually done yet. I think they changed that language. I want to, you know, I, I don't know what, I don't have it right in front of me, but I, I, I want to say that they essentially traded the fifth and they're getting a seventh back, non-conditional seventh back for Gordon. Either way, conditional or not, the upside is ridiculous. Upside's ridiculous. Yes. The upside, I would say, hey, Lindy, the upside of Josh Gordon in New England is probably better than Matt Patricia's upside in Detroit. <laughs> he would probably agree with you. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Anyway, Randy, I owe you an intro. <laughs> like 30 minutes in, I think. <laughs> Man. About as long as it took last week. Yeah, kind of. Well, I mean, we we did salute the clocks. You know, we we were having some fun, man. Very true. Yeah. Anyway, here you go, bro. What's up, man? <laughs> Not much. <clears throat> I know we've been pretty uh, uh, Patriots slash Browns heavy at this point. Oh uh, my god, and, nuts! But uh, one of the things that uh, a little bit of side thing, I was curious uh, your thoughts on the fact that. Sony has thrown their hats in the ring and making a little mini Sony PlayStation with preloaded um, with twenty games. I saw that. Uh, you know, look, I've got a Raspberry Pi. You know what I mean. So I've got mm-hmm. um, I've got uh, NES stuff, SNES, Genesis, and I actually broke out my original Sega Saturn, which I bought in nineteen ninety five, and the thing still works like a champ. By the way, um, I have a Netlink, which still works, which is amazing to me. Uh, I've got my, I've got a Genesis. I've got my Dreamcast, a Dreamcast that uh, actually Shannon donated to me. Uh, my 360 and my N64, which I'm going to get rid of because I, I only have two games for it: Tetris and whatever the 007 game was. And, and I hate that controller so much. I'm never going to play it. So I'm going to get rid of that. But I hate that game. I, I, I hate the I hate the N64 controller. In that I game say is what Golden I Eye is a Golden Eye is a classic game. It, it is, but that controller makes me want to stab somebody it, in the face. It I does, just don't. The controller yeah, does too. suck. I don't. I don't. I don't I, like I it for that game. That. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where my hand, my hands have gotten so used to the PS3 slash four style and Xbox 360 style controller um, that to try to deal with that weird, funky like the Dreamcast controller feels we- feels weird enough. But the damn N64 controller just feels like some mutant thing in my hand. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just, a, it's <laughs> awful. Um, with that rando button in the middle, it just doesn't, it just doesn't work. So I, I can't do it. Uh, so I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to get rid of that. But um, no, I'm not surprised that they're making a PS1 mini. It's just, y- you can find other means to enjoy that. 
which true. is which is also true for the NES and SNES classics. Uh, I want to say that's a little expensive, and twenty games, quite frankly, isn't enough. The PS One library is monstrous, monstrous. I don't. I haven't seen the full game list. I'm sure it's Final Fantasy Seven, probably some Crash Bandicoot. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's some good games mixed in there. Uh, I don't know that I could boil my PS One down to twenty. I could probably get down to thirty. I could probably get down to thirty. I don't know that I could get down to twenty, but it's kind of a cool thing. You know what I mean? Uh, right. And, and I, I don't know. Hopefully, they make more than Nintendo made with their NES and SNES classics, and the the run isn't. You don't see like random markups for five hundred bucks on eBay or Amazon. I don't know. So it looks like the. They haven't released the full list of games, but so far they've got Final Fantasy VII, Jumping yep. Flash, Ridge Racer, Type Four, uh, Tekken uh, Three, and Wild Arms. I mean, and I've played three of those games. Yeah, uh, Ridge Racer Type, you know, Ridge Racer. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like I played that. Uh, I'm over fighting games, um, so I wouldn't play. Uh, you know, I actually uh, Logan, uh, we were goofing around with something, and uh, I started playing Soul Calibur. Oh, and I was like, wow, this is so strange to play this again. Because uh, I think most of us, we're old enough that we went through like the fighting game era. I mean, that was It was a lot of fun, it, whether it was Mortal Kombat or Soul Calibur or Tekken or Virtual Fighter. But I don't know. I'm okay not going back to that. I mean, that would be like me going back and playing like Madden 98. <laughs> you know what I mean? It Damn. Just, uh, I, th- I think the memories of playing Tekken um, that's, are, are that's, good. You're Elway at this point. I know. I think the memories of playing Tekken are more satisfying than actually playing Tekken again. Now, I know that sounds dumb. And quite honestly, <laughs> I did Final Fantasy VII. I loved it. I remember I worked a... Uh, I worked at a call center when I when that came out, and I bought that game. And I worked four p.m. to three a.m. He's talking about oh talking about a crappy God, shift. Dude, I worked bro. I worked four to three, and I remember when I got hooked into Final Fantasy VII. I would work, come home, and of course, when you work four to three, nobody nobody else matches your schedule, so you end up hanging out mm-hmm. with the people you work with. Um, so we spent a lot of time at Denny's at four o'clock in the morning, um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Like, I did that, we'd have breakfast, er, dinner, and then I would go home and, and I'd either stay up and play Final Fantasy VII or I'd go to sleep and then I'd wake up and play Final Fantasy VII and go to work. You know what I mean? And I remember I spent this big chunk of time essentially working, going to Denny's, and playing Final Fantasy VII and then wash, rinse, repeat. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, I like the original game. I don't really want to play the original again. I played the I played the hell out of it. You know what I want to play is a remake of it. That's that what I want to play. Supposedly working on. I don't want to play the original. I played the original. I don't want to. I made the mistake. I made the mistake a few years ago of booting it back up and actually pl- trying to play Final Fantasy VII. I was like, oh my god, it's ugly as sin. Stop. I want I want a really sweet current gen like PS4. Xbox One level or next gen remake of that game that I will play. I do not need to play the original again. I did it. Goodbye. I'm not going back to it. No, 
my memories are so good of that game. I hate to ruin it <laughs> by playing it <laughs> in its original form again. That sounds terrible, doesn't it? But that's how I feel. I don't. I don't want to do it. Look, you know, I play. I played like Final Fantasy VII the last time the Browns were any good. It's 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 too long. <laughs> it's too long. By the way, wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know what the, the Browns may have been crap in the mid '90s. I don't remember. Were they even a franchise when that game came out? They may not have even existed. Actually, may maybe not. By yeah. the way, Justin, yeah. tonight at the game, our guy, J.R. Smith, mm-hmm. was shirtless. Good old J.R. Good old J.R. You know, he he, he did uh, try to run the clock out, but uh, it didn't quite work out. But, you know, got, that's just how that goes. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't take his shot in time. <laughs> Look, button up a couple of thoughts here. I'm excited... <laughs> There's going to be some people that love the PS1 Classic. I'm glad to see them doing that. I would love a better way to emulate everything. right? I think what's nice about that is that you get the style of it. And they have uh, kind of PS1-esque controllers. I think that's kind of cool. But quite frankly, if you're you know kind of in our age bracket and you're kind of late 30s, early 40s in that zone... Do yourself a favor, just get a Raspberry Pi, become friends with people that run that that have access to ROMs and emulator communities. It's a really great way to go. Because um, you can enjoy the walk down memory lane and you can change it. You can run it off your network, you can run it local, they've got cheats in it. You know, I mean you, you can do it's just a hoot. Um and it's a bit more cost effective than trying to buy a classic version of every system. <laughs> Pro tip from your friends at the Sports Brew. <laughs> um, the other thing to button up a couple of thoughts. You know, the Jaguars handled their business. So you have to give them credit, and we'll get more into that game in a little bit. But I'm very intrigued by New England's move for Gordon. It might not amount to anything. It really might not. Um, he's been he's been just one of these guys that's just teased you for years. And at some point that has to run out. But the combination of what could be with Gronk, once Edelman's back, Chris Hogan, Dorsett, who actually looks has looked decent at times, uh, and just the amount of bodies that ha- you know they have, whether it's running backs, whether it's the wide receivers, I mean they just it's an interesting fit. And <laughs> Tom Brady's going to know how to use that dude. Bill, I, Bill Belichick's going to know how to use that dude. As long as his head's right and he's willing to put in the work, they're going to find a way to get that dude the ball. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I, they're going to find I, a way. I, I think we all pull for him to succeed. It's just a matter of if he's right. You know, if he's got the yeah. right mindset. Uh, and and I, Go ahead. I, I think we all see the talent that that guy has. Oh, of his course. Potential. Are you kidding it, it, it's like one of those things like you see this kid with potential and you're just like, holy cow, dude, if you just do this, you're you're going to be amazing. And he just keeps falling off the path. And you're just like, uh, you're gr- just grabbing your hair like, no, like, don't do like it's with your kids. Right. You know, you're just like, don't no, don't don't uh, don't do it. Don't do it. Well, look, it's a fresh start. It's a fresh slate. Right. Um you know, and and I and look, it's fun to celebrate Cleveland getting that win. It really is. Uh, that's cool. But he's going somewhere where the expectation is to win. And again, it's very, very football centric. You don't have a lot of the distraction. That organization does a really good job of funneling 
things a very specific way and dealing with things a very specific way. You know that old saying, loose lips sink ships? Well, you don't, oh, have, yeah. a, you don't have a lot of loose <laughs> lips in New England. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's not really their deal. So, again, you can criticize them for certain things. Uh, they've certainly had some mistakes along the way. Aaron Hernandez is a great example of something that, that just went <laughs> really, got really ugly. Um, I don't think, you know what I'm saying? Like, they know how to handle stuff. And some things that came out this week from Urban Meyer about that. Yeah, Yikes. yeah, yeah. There, there's some ugly there. there. There is definitely some ugly there. But it's a, it's a good situation for him. If he if if football is if he really wants to focus on football, that's a good spot. What does anything come out of it? That's really going to be up to him. But we went from joking around, yeah, New England, to oh crap, he actually ended up in New England. <laughs> and there's a little bit of football fear because the yeah. ceiling of what that could be is very good. Uh, because hey, they the have the ceiling is the roof, baby. The ceiling, the ceiling is the roof. I still think it's hilarious <laughs> that he has, you know, Jimmy G's number. That that still makes me laugh. <laughs> that that I think is pretty funny. But you know, I I do I wish him well. Um, even if he's not like a stat monster, if he can have a good career and contribute and you know keep himself right, you know that that's good. That'll make a nice nice little story. Uh, I don't have any real grievance or beef with Gordon. So we'll see how it turns out. But anywho, anywho, right. go ahead, Shannon. Um, I was going to say, do you want to get back to uh, Redskins Colts before we uh, hit our yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, mark? yeah, yeah, yeah? We might as well. We can do Redskins Colts. Take a break. Um, yeah, a couple different things about the Redskins. The stands looked pretty pitiful in that game. Uh, I, I with wanna, good reason. With good reason. Uh, I know it was the, the sellout streak ended, and I think this is the first time in 50 years they couldn't announce a sellout, which is a reflection, quite frankly, of the disdain for the owner, the mm-hmm. disdain for the management, uh, the disdain for the game day experience at FedEx, um, the price gouging, the crappy mm-hmm. beer. I enjoy going to football games. I do. I've been to enough games at FedEx that there's a lot of hassle, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's just not. I, I don't. I don't think it's a really. I just don't believe it's a particularly enjoyable game day experience. And we're at a point now where if the game day experience isn't really worth it, then it's way easier just to stay home. Yeah, and that's how I feel about FedEx Field. It, it's honestly for what it costs and what the team is. I would just rather stay at home because the only way it's going to be enjoyable is to get a group of four, three or four or five people and go up and tailgate and hang out and, you know, go to the game and then tailgate some more after the game. I mean, it's just it, it's a, it's a big production right now for a mediocre team. And it is. And that's what they are. They're a mediocre team. You know, uh, Maybe they maybe they end up being decent by the time the season runs its course. They certainly have some upside. Uh, I don't know how far that upside goes, but they at least you know I felt good after week one. I did not feel good after week two, um, but the division has opportunity space. Lord knows the Giants look terrible. Sorry, Mark and Dallas. <laughs> You know, Dallas is going to do Dallas things. So really, the NFC East is is a matter of those three teams sorting and, sorting that stuff out between themselves, and then what's Philly going to look like with Wentz? Because right. we know what they look like with Foles. 
and Napoleon Dynamite hasn't hasn't held up very well in two weeks. So they need to get Wentz back on the field. But there's opportunity space. I just don't know if they're complete enough and competent enough and consistent enough uh, to really execute on that. But uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. I, I will say this um, on defense-wise for the Colts, mm-hmm. I was really pleasantly surprised that Shear and Hunt on that defensive line uh, held up as well as they did. Those guys, they they went from three four to four three. They got rid of Gregson completely. Thank God. Thank God. Seriously. Um, and they've got a pretty decently stout defensive line. Um, Darius Leonard, who had, I think, 15 tackles in the game at linebacker, who Soaking was a freak. That brother was Soaking a steal in the draft. Holy cow, dude. Like, he has just been a tackling machine for them the first couple yeah. of weeks. Love that dude. Um, and uh, the kid, Sanchez. We don't talk about the punting game often, but when you're averaging 47 per punt, yeah, you know, that's the difference between the Colts getting three touchdowns and the Redskins getting three field goals. I mean, there were each team got three scores, but the Colts yeah. had a little bit better field position to get three touchdowns rather than the Redskins getting three field goals, and it it makes a difference. It really does. Look, Swearinger had a good game. I think for the most part, that dude was balling. That dude was balling. He did. Uh, and that was one of those days where we we were with family, so it was kind of like background. So I'd watch football, then I got distracted by the stuff. But I watched enough of that game to just not be impressed with what they are. And again, I it's a mixed bag because I don't want to take away from the Colts. I think the Colts are better than people really anticipated they would be. Part of that is luck coming back. Part of that clearly is the influence of, of Reich, um, you know, on the team, on the roster, on the co- all the stuff that goes into being a, being a coach. But I, I think it's a reflection of how poor the Arizona Cardinals are. I no, mean, the, the Cardinals they, are... they made the Redskins look like freaking world beaters in week one. I know. And Look, I had double-digit points on Pickham on the Redskins in week two. Like I was, you like, went oh, double. Wow. Well, oh, yeah, I think dude. I, I did. was like, we're losing this one. Yeah, I think I, did. I went double-digit too. So can't laugh. I, mean, I, I, so I, much. I can't remember the number, the number right off the top of my head. But I was just when the Colts came. I mean, the Colts a looked hungrier. They did. Like they, they did. looked hungrier, they and they played like they were a hungry team. The Redskins looked like a team that read too many press clippings. You know what I'm saying? They they looked like they had a one steak dinner too many. Yeah, like they were just kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, we're yeah, now we're, we're gonna be good. We're gonna be good, bro. We're gonna be good, man. We have um, some Merlot with this uh, filet mignon. We'll be all right. Uh-huh. And they just go ahead. Look slower and just not interested in the game. No, the Colts look like they were ready to bring it. And I think some of this is um, a little bit of disappointment in the Redskins coaching staff for game flow management, game script, uh, you know, all the, it's just, it just didn't feel like they were on target on point. It felt like the Colts showed up really ready to ball and that they just, the Redskins weren't on the same level. It shouldn't be that. This is always one of those things that's very tough 
I didn't expect it to look like there was that kind of gap between those two teams. And if it did, I wouldn't have expected that gap to be the way that it is. Which is really with the Colts operating on a much superior level. Yeah, I'm glad to see Andrew Luck back. Me too. For sure. And I'm glad that when, um, I forget, uh, McPhee about beheaded Andrew Luck. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that that didn't, I mean, he deserved the rough in the passing call, rough in the passing caller for sure. He deserved that. You know, like I saw that in slow-mo, I'm like, oh my God, he about looked like he was going to rip that dude's head off. So I'm, I'm glad that Luck didn't get hurt out of that one. But, you know, the, the, the skin squeezed out a couple of rando scores and some field goals. Yeehaw. So it could have been worse, but that was not. If, unless you were That's pulling not what for the you Colts. After last no, week. Unless you were pulling for the Colts, that was not an enjoyable game. Yeah. But Luck had some nice moments. Swearinger had some nice moments. Uh, I don't know about that running back Hines from, from the Colts. I don't I don't know a whole bunch about that guy, but looked good, and uh, some of, some of his carries look pretty good. So all, all yeah. I'll say is that we had uh, twenty eight uh, running plays in the game, and that's a drastic improvement over last week. All right, that's you know Luck only threw the ball thirty one times, yeah. twenty eight uh, rushes. So that's a that's a good fifty fifty mix. Mm-hmm. You know, week one, Luck's throwing 53 times. That You're not going to win too many no, games when you're throwing 50-plus times. Much. It's too much. You know, you, you need to get that running game. Even if you're getting stuffed, you still got to have the threat of the run. And, uh, you know, AP, dude, that, I was surprised that our line kept him in check dude it just looked like the Colts D line was just collapsing that Redskins offensive line and some of that has to be scheme some of it has to be in-game adjustments they just they just look like they were well, ready for him you know what I mean you, you lost Brandon uh what's his sheriff or sheriff what's his last name I shot the yeah, sheriff I sheriff yeah sheriff. yeah sure I mean you lost him I think for the game early which which hurt and then uh your your guy Shoot, what's the left tackle's name? You talking about Trent? Trent got hurt uh, yeah. near the end. And yeah, it, um it's bumpy. It's bumpy. And you know that those are the two stalwarts of that uh Redskins line and um once once you had those two guys out or at least, you know, not a hundred percent, I mean that just you know, the walls just came down on that. Um, and Alex Smith, I mean, he didn't have a turnover, but you know, he was pedestrian at best. He was 33 of 46, 292, but zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. I mean, it's not Mr. Spectacular, but you know, Alex Smith needs the defense to, you know, kind of keep him in the game and, you know, we were able to get a touchdown. You know, the 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 Colts got a initial touchdown on the first drive of the game, but luck, my God, dude! I mean, as as good as he played, he gave the ball away twice to Swearinger. I mean, I I I can't I chalk that up to rust. I mean, what say you, Mister Giles? Just it, it's Woo. it's it's just hard to just to describe just watching watching the game and just seeing just i don't know it was it was just weird to me it was a weird game i mean it was 
you had basically three drives each by each team, and the Colts just happened to get three touchdowns, and the Redskins happened to get three field goals. And that was at least he did better than Minnesota and Cleveland with kicking. (laughs) I mean, that's a win, right? And you wonder why Adam Vinatieri at age eight hundred and fifty-five is still in the league, dude. I think his birth date is is like BC. (laughs) I mean, his his birthday. um, God, who's a Forty Niners kicker? Randy. He used to kick in Cleveland. Phil Dawson. Oh, Phil Phil Dawson's still kicking. I mean, they just brought Dan Bailey back from the dead like he's the Undertaker. Um, Dude, Seabass should have held out. He should have gone. I know, right? Sebastian Janikowski is in Seattle. It was weird. I mean, you wonder why these older kickers are still in the game. They can handle the moment. Spoiler alert, they can make field goals. Well, they can make pressure kicks. Yeah. That's the thing. They can make the pressure kicks. Like, it's nothing. I mean, like, it's... They've seen it. You they've know. done there. They've, you know what I mean. They've been through it. They, they've been there, done that. By the way, uh, I apologize. I had to get up and go for a second because, quite frankly, much like the Colts were running through the Redskins' offensive line, <laughs> defensive line, that beer just ran through me. You know what I'm saying? So that that beer totally colsed my bladder. I mean, I, I, I couldn't, I could not contain it. I'm sitting there going, I was about ready to pass it to you, and I saw you get up, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> what, what happened to Justin? <laughs> like, uh, let me pass it to Randy. Yeah. And Randy's no. like, uh, no. yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. No, I will say. Ra- I will Randy's say like. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Actually, bro. it was pretty Thank damn you, close. Dude. It was pretty damn close to that. <laughs> no, my biggest takeaway from this game actually was I was actually really impressed with the way the Colts defense showed up to me, yeah. that was, that was my biggest takeaway. Yeah. Cause I, I knew the Colts getting Andrew Luck back and him being healthy and he, that he would eventually recapture what he's always had. And that offense was going to move the ball. My biggest thing with them was going to be their defense. How everybody said it was soft and how that was going to be their crux. Yet here they are playing so hard. I mean, Marcus Hunt, of all players, who's been kind of been a, a bust for the most part of his career, he's like throwing guys around left and right like they're nothing. I mean, yeah. he's playing his ass off. Dude is six eight, two nineties plus, and big dude. He's just throwing dude. That that was like a big, big dude just throwing dudes off the line. And so, you got Jamal Shear right by him. I mean, it's like holy crap. I mean, this is a team that if this defense can keep this up, you're talking about someone who could at least win more games than people who are thinking they're going to win. Look, my favorite part of of the Redskins and the Colts game, quite frankly, is the Twitter account that's Captain Andrew Luck. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're not familiar with Captain Andrew Luck, you should look it up. (laughs) You should totally look it up. Because he, he he really does look like he has a beard from the 1800s. Like that's a true story, right? And uh, anywho, here's here's you know a tweet from the 16th. <laughs> Dearest mother, the men have reached the land of Mary. A great battle will commence shortly with the Washington unit. My sidearm is polished and ready for action. What's more, my neck beard is poised for victory. My resolve and conviction flourish. I love you. Andrew, it, 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 it's just it's just ridiculous. 
you know, <laughs> dearest mother, I write with stupendous news. Our unit was victorious in battle. The feeling is thrilling. My sidearm was true and my soldiers brave. I shall celebrate with a bath and a bottle of squirrel oil. Our journey is bright. I miss you, <laughs> Andrew. Uh, I mean, I, I, I did see a parody you know. Patrick Mahomes account similar to the uh, Andrew Luck Civil War account. So it, his 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 picture, his you know icon or picture, just needs to be a cannon. He he does look <laughs> like he's back in the Civil War, though. I mean, Andrew Luck does, yeah, for sure. Oh God, yeah, oh for sure. You know, look at the end of the day. Kudos with the Colts. I think they deserve that. Uh, they don't need to raise a banner about beating the Redskins. I don't, I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> they, 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 you never know. <laughs> Ryan Gregson probably uh, has... Oh, wait, right. Ryan Gregson's yeah. not here anymore. Gregson okay. might have a miniature banner that he just raised on his own uh, for that. But, no, I, I thought they looked pretty good. And, again, I think that's kudos to, you know, uh, Frank Reich and, and, and what they've accomplished. I think the Colts are better than people just expected. And I think some of that is, is, is luck coming back. And some of it is is Frank Reich. You know what I'm saying? I, I just I think they're they're better than people expected. The Bengals are better than people expected. The Redskins are probably about what people expected, which is they'll tease you and then they'll look like a bag of swipe right hey. ass. Um, they are who we thought they were. They are who we thought they were. You want to crown them? Then crown them. Um, the only crown you need if you're a Redskins fan is the liquor. You know what I'm saying? That's the crown that you need. That's it. That's it. Because that's what the season is probably coming down to. Um, that's it. Hey, by the way, yeah, I did not realize that the NFL had Connor McGregor come in to play quarterback for Tampa Bay. Dude, dude, we're gonna get the Fitz Magic. We're gonna get the Tampa Bay. Because quite frankly, that deserves a, a, a refill before we even talk about that. And actually, I'm empty, so we need to refill. Bro, bro, we we need to fill our buckets. You know what I'm saying? We need to refill yeah. that thing. And I'm tired of talking about the, the bag of ass, stink, nasty Redskins. Again, kudos to the Colts. I don't want to take anything away from what they did. They deserve the kudos. They deserve the credit. The Redskins, once again, BSE. Ugh. As long as they don't, you know, really inherit like full BSE mode from Cleveland, I'm okay. If they go on a they if they go on a Cleveland Browns suck bag streak for the next twenty years, it's gonna be tough sledding, dude. Nah, that's gonna be Buffalo. Don't worry about that. Oh, Buffalo's terrible. Buffalo's terrible. Buffalo is bad. Buffalo is legit bad. Buffalo, Arizona are just horrible. Arizona's a dumpster fire. Buffalo's gross. And look, but, when like, you have like, when you have players that retire at halftime, that's how you know your team sucks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what's that dude's name from from FSU? Willie Taggart, right? Yes. <laughs> Willie Taggart might need Devontae Davis that thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that that turnover. <laughs> Syracuse owned the hell out of FSU, bro, bro. I can't, dude, I cannot. T- when I saw Florida State minus three in that game, I, I, I was like, Mark, I'm like, this cannot be true. I'm like, yep. I am taking Syracuse plus three, and it's not even incredible. Going to be close. Incredible, Randy. I know you enjoyed that with the Syracuse dub, but I mean, my oh, God. I 
Willie Taggart, you might want to get that turnover backpack back from the players because it looks like the coaching staff is going to get turned over. <laughs> Y'all going to get turned because your team <laughs> sucks. <laughs> your team sucks. Whoa. It, it, who who was it that does it? Was that Deadspin that has like the your team sucks like you why know, your team sucks? Why your team why sucks your like team every year? Did they year, yeah. do a why your team sucks FSU edition? And if they didn't, they they, they, they don't they even need, need to. to. They don't even need to. It's writing itself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's done. There it is. I mean, I, I thought I saw that they that the fans launched a GoFundMe to, to buy out Willie Taggart. And they only raised thirty six oh. bucks. <laughs> yeah, they did. I mean, <laughs> they can't even get that right. But whoa, did Jimbo get out of there at the right time, huh? Oh, he did. He he knew. Better. He knew. Yeah. I he mean, knew. he he left. I mean, look, Texas A and M's going to get demolished by Alabama this weekend. Like, who isn't? Who is at this point in time? Alabama. But you know, he he made the right decision, and you know, looking at how Florida State's played, I mean, that offensive line is horrendous oh terrible what do they have three points against tech and seven against syracuse i mean i mean right it, it's you're not winning a lot of games like that it, it's watching that game against syracuse it was one of the worst how do i put this watching one of the worst units in football play I mean, quarterback was running for his life every single play. uh, Francois or whatever his name is. um, I don't know if he has pissed those guys off. I don't know if they despise him or if they just suck balls. See, Um, you said balls. Yes, I did. But good God, you said balls. That will. The the play of that line is it is Pop Warner esque. That's bad. I mean, it is it is incredibly bad. I have not seen a unit play that bad ever. I mean, it's bad. I haven't seen a, a unit play that bad. Or uh oh. <laughs> I can't. I can't say that. Can I? I was gonna be like, go ahead, go I, ahead. I was like, right. I haven't seen a, a unit play that bad since like, you know, Stormy Daniels and and Toads. And, and I, I just, I can't do it. I can't. I can't hate. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. That's just not look. That 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 whole thing's already ruined part of my childhood. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> I could not fit one more thing inside of that. Thank you, thank you, sorry. Oh. I, I mean, you. what's next? Memes of saying of his crotch saying, "But I'm sorry, but our princess is another castle." I mean, what I, the hell? I, I know, I know. I, I I feel so bad for anybody that thought it was an innocuous thing, where they're like, "Oh, look, Mario Kart and Toad are trending." Oh, it's about. The, I love Nintendo yeah. trolling that day. That was that, that was, was that was really funny. That was really funny. You know, it's a weird time in the world where the shape of the president's junk becomes a trending topic on Twitter. I mean, we, we live in a years curi- ago, we live in a curious time, gentlemen. Blown. Say it and again. Now we're talking about the the shape of the president's dick. I mean, Jesus. Well, Scary times. Indeed, it is. Did the one tell you that? She did. I'm sorry, Toad. I did like how somebody had an article. I don't remember who it was, and they they were talking about Toad, 
and they were like, oh, his head. No, his hat. And they went back and forth whether it was his head or his hat. And then somebody posted a picture uh, from the cartoon of him taking the taking his hat off. And I and I laughed. It's like there you go. So <sighs> sorry, Toadstool. It's a bad day, man. I'll never be able to use I mean, Mario Kart again. I just uh, I just won't be able to. Isaiah Crowell says Toadstool. Uh, Mario Shart. Uh, that's where we're at. <laughs> we're at Mario Shart. That's what's happened. That's what's happened. We have we have reached Buffalo Bills level with Wikipedia. It is a damn dumpster fire. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. Let's go back to single ply. Dear God. Anyway, all right. Let's take a break. This segment Please. is undoubtedly going to end poorly, much like it did for Stormy Daniels. Let's go ahead and just get out. <laughs> Let's get out now. Like the movie, get out. Like the movie. This has to end. Let's Thanos this discussion. Oh, you know dude, what I'm saying? Snap. It never happened. <laughs> no. Oh. Well, alcohol. I blame yeah. you, alcohol. Mm. True story. Anyway, all right. No, this is going down a bad path. This is a bad decision. Let's, yeah, let's stop the train before. <laughs> Completely falls off the rails. <laughs> oh no, uh, we can we can still save it. We can save it. Maybe, maybe. All right, look, uh, we're the sports. We can find us on uh, LiveSportsCaster.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, certainly the Google Play Store, and of course, you know, look, keywords are always <laughs> sports and brew. You put those two together, you're going to find us. <laughs> you may not want to, but you will. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Just saying, pro tip, pro tip, pro tip from the sports brew. <laughs> oh, the snapping, gentlemen, not the fapping. Get it right, get it right. Anyway, oh, by the way, I had the ex- one of my coworkers actually came up to me and asked me what fapping was. I about died. Oh god, I about what? died because I, I had to. I, and I said to her straight faced, I was like. I, I was like, all right, here, let me give you a breakdown <laughs> of what fapping was. And she was like, oh. Is she listening to the sports brew? No, no, no. No, she is not listening <laughs> to the sports or do brew. do you know? <laughs> no. No. Uh, but I was like, no, it, it's, it's masturbating. And, you know, she was like, oh, 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 oh. Oh. <laughs> So it was great. I, I can't believe in my professional work life I got to define fapping. There you go. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> un- can you just fail horn that shit? Un- unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh my god. Yeah, that's about right. Anyway, alright, 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 alright. Let's get let's get out. Let's take a break. We're gonna yes. regroup. We're gonna regroup and come back, and we'll just we'll run through a couple of topics, and we'll get out of here. Uh, but we're the sports brew. We'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> All right, had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back, and we are gonna regroup after that debacle of an end <laughs> segment one. Oh yeah. Oh, good lord, that was a little bit of a mess. That's okay. That that mess is dedicated to the Buffalo Bills. 
Because when you get completely lit up by the <laughs> San Diego, er, Los Angeles Chargers, uh, Super Chargers, uh, and you have players retiring at halftime, you know you're doing it wrong. You know you're doing it wrong. Um, Ow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true story. I did, uh, r- real briefly, real briefly, I wanted to touch on a little bit of college football. Um, any, any real big takeaways from the weekend that was and the weekend that will be, Shannon? Um, yeah, I got a couple of them for you. Uh, okay. LSU, man, they, they, they have a legit quarterback, uh, transfer from Ohio state and, uh, uh, Burrow and, um, going to Auburn as double digit underdogs and hitting the game winning field goal at the gun. That was strong, 20- buddy. Bruh, 22-21 on the road at Auburn. That was strong. A team, a team that decimated Alabama last season and bringing most of their guys back. I mean, huge win for our guy Orgeron. You know, the guy that, that, that speaks and you can't really understand what he's saying. He was on a – I think it was – I want to say it was Dan Patrick. Maybe it was Rich Eisen, but – he was he was joking around with somebody because they were curious about that security guard or whatever that he was all palling and high fiving and hanging out with, <laughs> bro hugging with. Uh, you'd think the Browns won a game or something um, with that. And and uh, he's got a hell of a voice, man. He's got a, such a distinctive voice. And he was joking around about how he gargles Epsom salt. <laughs> to sound like that oh my god <laughs> i was like you know, honestly <laughs> honestly it wouldn't surprise me <laughs> but uh all i'm saying is he sounds like the assistant coach from the water boy yeah it, it look the guy with the coveralls and it's like <laughs> <laughs> i kind of feel like it's if the charlie brown teacher want 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 <laughs> Gargled, gargled rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> distinctive. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Very distinctive. Uh, but no, look, if it's there, there's a few teams in this world that I don't have a lot of empathy for. Auburn is one of them. And I, I can't really fully explain to you why that is. But I take a small degree of satisfaction anytime I see like Auburn fans cry. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that sounds wow. I know that Here's sounds the tigers. Wow. Yeah. And I know that sounds terrible. I know that sounds terrible. <laughs> I am not an LSU fan. I don't have any attachment to them. But there's a part of me that that derives some satisfaction of you know. <laughs> Auburn fans just being distraught and despondent. <laughs> I kind of like it. <laughs> I kind of like it. So, good job. Good job, LSU. Thank you for making my weekend that much better. <laughs> and, and, you know, that that was a great game. But I got to watch that <laughs> on uh, replay, unfortunately. I had those things going on. Yeah, no, that's okay. But, uh, one game I got to watch live was uh-huh. Syracuse, Florida State. Randy, congratulations. Um, I don't know what Vegas was thinking, making Florida State three-point favorites in this game because there was no reason. I saw this immediately, and I I texted Mark, and I'm like, um, throw some serious money on Syracuse plus three because this is going to happen. And Syracuse ends up winning by 23 points. 
it wasn't even close. The Syracuse offensive line, like we talked about earlier, it just it's the worst unit I've ever seen play football. Toadstool uh, disagrees with you about the worst unit. Well, he, he may disagree. <laughs> he may be right. And didn't you mean Florida State offensive line, not Syracuse? <laughs> I, I did. Uh, Syracuse, or I mean uh, Florida State offensive line. Uh, that's the beer talking at this point, Randy. Your offense is offensive. Yeah, beer. <laughs> Your offense is defensive. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and what about Kansas? I mean, we we gave them props earlier, but Kansas. Yeah. Not not only winning, but winning back to back FBS games since two thousand nine. The first time. Since Putting then. the BS and FBS. Thank you, Kansas. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and how about freaking Scott Frost? Oh, first and two, two baby. Oh, oh and two at Nebraska. First two home games you lose. And guess what you get this weekend as a reward? You get to go to the big house and see Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. Yeah, that's probably not going to end well. No. No, it, it's well. not going to end well. Um, <laughs> UCF seems to be doing pretty good, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, they got to celebrate those championship rings, man. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say they are the defending national championship. <laughs> That's right. Also. Defending self-proclaimed national champs. It's a good way to and, go. And, con- and congratulations to Troy for uh, collecting $1.15 million on that victory yeah, at Nebraska. That's a good deal. That's a good deal. I thought I read that, um, and I, I might have the year wrong, but like Nebraska being 0-2 hadn't happened since like the 50s, like 57 or something really bizarre. Holy shit. Yeah, uh, it's been a minute or two. Uh, yeah. yeah, a couple of minutes, bro. Um, <clears throat> that's about right. They usually get a cupcake early on if they uh, get a strong one. So yeah, that the, they thought they could uh, just uh, beat Troy. And... Nope. 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 Didn't happen. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, uh, by, by the way, I, I do want to say another nope. I know the turnover chain and the turnover backpack. There's, you know, that's been a, that's been a movement this year. Uh, Oregon State, by the way, the turnover chainsaw. That's a dangerous <laughs> one, friends. That's a, that's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. Oregon State's turnover chainsaw. Not, I have not seen that. That's hilarious. They broke it out. They broke it out on the sideline once during their uh, 37-35 loss at Nevada. That's oh a that, God. bro. That's not a good way to go, man. No, I mean it's better. It's better than the FSU turnover backpack. That's for sure. But no, oh <laughs> no, God. no. I'm no. sorry. If someone if someone was right next to me and fired that thing up, uh, no. I'd have a different kind of movement. I'm just glad. I'm just glad that damn t-shirt cannon wasn't a chainsaw on that stupid mascot. <laughs> I'm just happy for that. That's a bad way to go, brother. That's a bad way, man. All I got to say is, how are you going to give the mascot a beaver a chainsaw? That's that's all I got to say. (laughs) Dude, I hope that mascot that shot himself in the junk retired at halftime, man. (laughs) (laughs) Pop Warner, high school, college, pros, never heard of it, never seen it. And it's just... 
completely disrespectful when to did, uh, his teammates. Did he say anything to you? Did, did, did he say anybody to anybody? He didn't say nothing to nobody. He left? When did yeah, you know as much as I know. I know I found out going in the second half of the game. Uh, coming out, said they said he's not coming out, he retired. So. What? That's, that's Lorenzo Alexander. Yep. Lorenzo. That's great. Who said what? Who said he uh, Avante, Avante Davis, man. Incredible. 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 Real quick on the, the college scene, <sighs> uh, just to get through this stuff so we can move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bama, Bama, Clemson, Georgia. Uh, salute. Easy wins. Uh, Ohio State with a nice win over TCU. That was a fun game to watch. Uh, 40-28 at a, at a quote-unquote neutral site in Texas. Um, not exactly a neutral site game, but there were a lot of Ohio State fans uh, there. A uh, fun game to watch. And Wisconsin, what are you doing losing the BYU at home? Like, how do you mess that up? Like, you have a 42-yard field goal to send the game into overtime, and you miss that. How do you mess that up, uh, Wisconsin? Seriously. <laughs> sounds like a, it sounds like it was an overall bad weekend for kickers. It was I a mean, terrible it, weekend. It may have been one of the worst weekends weekend. for kickers ever. Uh, by the way, uh, I would imagine it was also a bad weekend for uh, you know special teams. Let's just ask uh, Arkansas about that. <laughs> way to go north texas dude dude let me tell you what and the Bro. sec's already trying to get that made into a role where you can't do that anymore imagine that yeah you know what it, it's their own fault because they got embarrassed i mean like if, be disciplined play disciplined football look if, if you if, if look we're gonna go belichick for a second if you do your job that doesn't happen you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. a couple times a year, you see that whole, like, rando thing where somebody lays down in the end zone and pops up. Um, you know, if, if you're not prepared for that and you get snookered, man, that's on you. And quite frankly, with this thing with North Texas, that's on Arkansas, dude. I don't think you need a rule change for that. Just do what you're supposed to do. Tackle the dude or, or touch him. You know what I mean? Touch him down. What you're supposed to do. Yeah. If you don't do that, that's on you, bro. That was fun. Ridiculous. I mean, but I mean TCU did the guy in the touchdown thing, and had there not been a penalty, it would have been a touchdown for them on the kickoff return. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean leave, leave it in there. Just pay attention to detail. That's all you got to do. <laughs> leave it in there. Shannon. <laughs> That's your cue. That's, That's your cue. Leave it in there. That's right. That's what she said. There you go. There you go. Thank you, Randy. That's why I have two kids. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured, you know, with all the beer he's been consuming, he might need a little assist. He, he might. He might need an assist. Yeah. It's true story. <clears throat> oh goodness! You, that that uh, dragon's milk will get you. Yeah, dragon dragon's milk will rough you up, bro. That's good beer. So good. Uh, side note: uh, If you didn't see it. I love the fact that after the uh, the Browns uh, kicking struggles, did you see where uh, Browns fans held their own kicking tryouts outside the stadium following the loss of the Saints? It's a true story. 
That's a true that story, dude. Not, that does not shock me. One <laughs> yeah, I but, will not lie. Yeah, it, oh my god, I they, missed that. They had an impromptu open tryout outside the Superdome in an attempt to find anyone better than Gonzalez, and they were just out there kicking, like, oh my <laughs> kicking god, stuff. That's was, phenomenal. It was great. <laughs> I can see it now. The football breaks a window. Oh, shit. Was that Drew Brees' ride? Uh-oh. We better get out of here. Uh-oh. <laughs> I thought that was good. Better open a victory fridge. Thanks, Bud Light. <laughs> right? Oh, man. I was trying to find uh, this one part in uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick's press conference. Um, I don't know that I have a timestamp that's going to work for that. But he was very, very funny. That was super enjoyable. Ryan Fitzpatrick or uh, Conor McGregor? Yeah, Conor McGregor's drunk doppelganger, a.k.a. Right? Ryan Fitzpatrick. That, that um, as as so far funny. as uh, games this weekend, if you're um, – let me pull up the games that I pulled up with these stats. You know, my guys, I'm looking at uh, Kentucky – they have a big game with Mississippi State and then South Carolina in the next two weeks. If you're talking about streaks that have been broken, Kentucky's never been in the SEC championship game. Forever, ever? Forever, ever. Since 1992. You've had Georgia, Tennessee, South Carolina. I think that's it for the East. Like, you've only had, like, three or four teams in the East that have ever made that championship game. Kentucky's never been uh, made it. I'm not saying Kentucky's going to make it this year. Um, but, you know, for me, my home state, if they're going to make it, you have a tough, tough matchup with Mississippi State this weekend that you have to try and win uh, to try and get to that point. I like the odds. You know, the odds makers had them uh, minus 11. I do like Kentucky to cover that for those of you who like to gamble. I'm looking at UD stat. To win, I'm not 100% sure, but I do like their odds. Uh, Georgia and Missouri, who are supposed to be uh, matched up this weekend, I do like them to hit the under. Uh, the defense is in that game. I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. I do like Stanford over Oregon. Uh, Bryce Love uh, is going to play well in that game. And uh, Oregon will suffer their first loss of the season. And, uh, you know, Alabama may be favored by like 150. I may take the other team to cover that. I mean, Alabama with uh, my man Tua. Holy cow, dude. It's like... If you remember back in the day when college football would come out, uh, college football, whatever season on the PlayStation or, you know, whatever, and you would do the Dynasty League and you would recruit your players every year, and you would get to the point where you would recruit all five-star players and you would get, like, the best quarterback and the best offensive line and the best running back and receivers – and you would win each game by like 30 plus points. That's where Alabama is at this point in time. It's ridiculous how good that team is at this point. 
I mean, my man Nick Saban has just been. People have crushed him for the whole uh, Tua. Um, oh God, what's that guy's name? Tonga Valoa. Yes. Yeah, him and the former starting quarterback and. I am too many beers in at this point to remember. <laughs> you sound like you're a couple of beers in. Just uh, <laughs> a couple? Yeah, Jalen Hurts. Uh, Tua versus Jalen Hurts. And I, I do apologize to our audience about that. But, you know, at this point, like, Tua is just, is just so much better than Jalen. And I like Jalen. I, I don't think he's a bad quarterback, but I just think Tua – put so many more points on the board that you, you just can't ignore that. And Jalen Hurts has to, at this point, at week four in the season, think that if he wants to play next season, if he wants to just go ahead and transfer out, or if he wants to stay the course, I, I do believe he's supposed to uh, graduate in December. And he should. He should go ahead and graduate in December and just either call it a career or get his degree and then transfer from Alabama. But Tua, I mean, what's the last name, Randy? Because you you got it down. Uh, Tonga Valoa. At least somebody does. Shannon sure as hell does not tonight. Oh, fuck no. (laughs) Hell no, dude. I... I, (laughs) Bruh, too, too, too many beers. I'm like Bob 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 <laughs> uh, I think you've yeah. had too many beers. That's what I think. <laughs> That's what you did there. And I'm a, I'm a little bit saucy myself, so like I totally understand. But like, bro, the struggle is real in your end, dude. And I'm sitting here trying to find this damn line from Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I mean, I, it, the struggle. Like I'm trying to find a like a quote in a lot, like the audio snippet. And I, sh- I really should have like listened to one of those earlier and just saved it. You should just broke out Sam Jackson on my ass, dude. You just shut the fuck up, fat well, man. Well, you, you know what we you know, <laughs> look. You, you know what we need for a minute because we don't have Mark tonight. We don't have D Stat tonight. Uh, he, uh, he he had to get tucked in early because I don't. <laughs> I'm not, I've I'm not got some stuff for D Stat. Well. Yes, I mean the the FF as far as Lenny Dykstra is concerned. Oh, I I can't. I think it's phenomenal that he ended up engaging in a conversation with Lenny Dykstra. Do you have that? Do you have that pulled up? <laughs> <clears throat> what did he basically tell D. Sat to do? Go eat some cheeseburgers because he was a fat ass. Yes, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so it's pretty fantastic. You know they're ta- they're talking about the the Met season <laughs> and and Mark had some. Rather frank <laughs> comments and Lady Dykstra hitting with the fat fuck. Go eat some cheeseburgers. Go eat some cheeseburgers. <laughs> so I have a great idea. Oh, and it, it's my Vince McMahon idea in that we should have a match at the next WWE pay per view. <laughs> Thanks, Tony Dykstra. Thanks. So, what's your match that, idea? That <laughs> anyway. 
And Lady Dykstra should have a cheeseburger on a pole match. Lady Dykstra? That, is that like Lady Gaga? I had a kid with Lenny Dykstra? What? Len, Lenny Dykstra. <laughs> oh, I thought you said Lady. I was like, wow. How drunk are you? You know what? L Lenny, you are a lady. You're my bitch. Whoa! You don't talk to my boy like that, you little bitch-ass motherfucker. You need a cheeseburger. Take that, Dykstra. You need a cheeseburger, bitch. Not really. Lady could probably kick my ass. But anyway. Yes. Um... Anyway, I think Lady Dykstra and D-Stat should have a cheeseburger on the pole match. And Vince McMahon heed this idea. And that the winner has to take the cheeseburger and stuff it down the other person's throat. Ugh. You know, I don't think this is worthy of Chariots of Fire. No, it's not. It, it's, I, I think it's, it's, it's D-Stat poo at this yeah, point. Yeah. So, so you realize he could actually win, though. All he has to do is gas him, and that, that's all it'll take. Oh, no, Mark's sure. toxic. If he starts squeezing out fart muffins, I mean, it's disaster. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dykes will be passed the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. off the loaf, you know? Yeah, that's gross. So in, in, <laughs> in, honor, in honor of Mark, here's a um, <laughs> uh, CBS radio host Sean Mraz, lifelong Giants fan, uh, had a little bit of a, a fuss bucket moment on uh, the DA show. So here you go, Mark. This one's uh, you know what? Look, you get both. How about this? How about this? Hold on, hold on. You get your intro. You know, the first week with the old line was goosebumps. Well, look at the Jaguars' defensive front. They're going to be able to pound them. Well, the Giants looked lost last night, like they're playing the '85 Bears. And Eli Manning, I don't care how bad the old line is, is running 13 yards backward to get sacked. Can't maneuver the pocket at all. We were sold all offseason on this damn Eli apology tour that John Mara put Dave Gettleman and Pat Shermer on that, well, look at all the weapons. You watch what he does now. We invested in the O-line. And guess what? He still sucks. Woo! He's over. He's going to be 38 years old. And, and this is it. Now we're in no man's land. We could have at least had a young quarterback that they drafted at number two and a quarterback-rich draft class to look forward to and live with the losing. But instead, we drafted Saquon Barkley, who might be a Hall of Famer, might be a star, and you got Giant fans complaining he has no O-line to run behind. Well, what the heck did you expect when you took him? <laughs> this is like buying a Ferrari when you can't afford the mortgage on your house. The stupidest off-season plan I've ever seen, and now they're 0-2. They're about to go to Houston to face a team who just lost to the Titans, who had neither offensive tackle and Blaine Gabbert starting, and the Giants are going to get their ass kicked to them. And then what's the excuse going to be? <laughs> Wow, salty. Wow. You know, we try to give the Giants some respect uh, for how they play the Jaguars. Game two, though. Boy, I thought the Redskins looked bad in game two. Yo. Yo. Sorry, bro. <laughs> That's some tough sledding. Dallas had their number. Dude. Not good. It's not good. You should be, close your be eyes. Be careful, Mark. Uh... Green Day will be Green Bay is around Green Day. Excuse me, Green Day is around the corner. Shannon, my God, how much dragon milk did you have, dude? Are you all right over I there? A, I had a half growler, bro. He bled the dragon dry. You had a did. half growler of dragon milk? Oh my yes. God! No wonder you can barely talk. Now I know. Now it totally makes sense. Now it totally makes sense. 
Yes, sir. I was like, man, the struggle is real over there, bro. It is. Yeah. It is. No, I totally get it now. I totally drag. But I, yeah. I, I feel fantastic though. Well, you probably feel I bet pretty you good. Do. I feel like you're you're stuck in trying to imitate Forrest Gump with what you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm I'm sure you feel good. I'm sure you I, feel good. I feel fantastic, bro. No, y'all too. Y'all too. All right, all right, all right. I, pr- I probably should shut up at this point. No, no, no. Whatever. <laughs> you, you don't. You don't have to shut up. It's okay. It's okay. Like, I've had my fair share of um, beverage enjoyment tonight too, so it's okay. Um, no hate from me, but it is. It is kind of funny. Um, we ought to, probably ought to button up <clears throat> a couple of legit topics and start winding up. On, on a couple of different notes, I'm going to give up on trying to find that Ryan uh, that Ryan Fitzpatrick deal. That's okay. The best part of that, uh, quite frankly, was him talking about you know borrowing all the stuff. He had Deshaun Jackson's outfit and chains, and I think he said something essentially like the only thing that was his was his chest hairs. Um, that's what I was trying to find, and it was really funny. It was really funny. Well, on top of that, he does really have an epic beard going too. Oh, his beard's great. Ryan Fitzpatrick's oh, yeah. beard is fantastic. Look, 400-plus yards for the second straight week, eight touchdown passes, and if it wasn't for Mahomes, people would just be knob-slobbing all over Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, although history tells you that this streak is going to end and it will probably be really ugly when it does. I do like how Shannon uh, defensively picked up Ryan Fitzpatrick as a free agent in, in one of the leagues. So you, you may not play him, but you won't get burned by him, and that's okay. Exactly. Yeah, that's okay. The whole Fitzmagic deal, I think, is fun. Look, I, I think most of our expectations for Tampa Bay weren't that high, uh, but they do have a, a really strong collection of skill position talent at wide receiver, at tight end, and, you know, good play calling, good execution. Fitzpatrick's obviously on point at the moment. I don't know how far they can ride that out, um, but, look, this is not that I dislike or hate Jameis Winston. It certainly is is not that. Um but if the mojo is strong, dude, you ride that out. You ride that out. You have to. Yeah. Have to. Let, you know, give, give James a couple of boxes of crab legs. Keep him busy, man. Call it a day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Call, call it a day. And for God's sake, don't send him home in an Uber or a Lyft. Don't, oh, Lord. Don't do it. But don't do it. I, yeah. Don't do it. Uh, I, I don't know how long this little ride's going to last, and that's okay. You know, it's, it's probably going to fall apart before too much longer. But, uh, you know, it's a fun – to be two weeks into the season, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a fun story. Ryan Fitzpatrick is a fun story. Him wearing Deshaun Jackson's outfit and chains is a fun story. Him looking like Conor McGregor's brother is a fun story, okay? Uh, I don't know how much magic they have. We'll see. I think they're – you know, for them, if they're playing good football – uh, Carolina is a is a good squad, but obviously has some. They're going to have their own speed bumps over the course of the season. Atlanta, the best of Atlanta can run with anybody, but you don't always get the best of the of Atlanta. So there's opportunity for the Bucks. If week one and week two were just a mirage, then they'll crash back down to earth, and and that's that. But they do have a really good assembly of skill, position, talent, and. Again, if it's if, if it's magic, it's gonna stay hot, man. You ride that as long as you can. Got to. You have to. You can't bench that guy. You can't. You can't. There's no way. I mean, even if he 
it crashes and burns in week three. You can't you can't bench him for week four. I mean, week one and two, four hundred yards, four touchdowns. Uh, well, if he has an off week in week three, I mean, how can you look at that locker room in the eye and be like, okay, we're gonna bring in Jameis? Yeah, I mean, it, that's really a leadership question and what the team's gonna respond to. I think he's done enough to at least earn a mulligan if he has a average outing. I mean, even if it's a complete dumpster fire, fine. Um, but his history says that he's going to come crashing back down. It's just a question of when. But I, I think they just need to ride it out as long as they can. And if they have to eat a game along the way, so be it. I would imagine we're going to see Jameis Winston on the field at some point this year, but... That's that's one where I fully support riding a hot hand and calling just calling it a day. You know what I'm saying? Let it yeah. be. Well, I mean, they got a big test this weekend with the Steelers. Though the Steelers' defense hasn't really been all that good, but so it's going to be really interesting to see just how how that game ends up panning out. Just because oh, you got well. Fitzpatrick being as confident as he is, but also on the other side, all the just. Crap, crap going drama. on with the Steelers. Yeah. In between Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, I mean, there's a whole bunch of shenanigans going on in Pittsburgh. So this, this to me, is a get-right game. All right? It, it's a get-right game for Pittsburgh. Because oh, if, yeah. if they're going to get their season right, I don't know that they can eat another game early on, uh, given the frustrations of the players, the way that that's clearly boiled over. They need to get a W in their pocket. You know what I mean? They need to. Well, and the question is, is with everything going on, if they lose to Tampa Bay, what does that say to Le'Veon Bell? Hold out till week 10? Because, I mean, does that strengthen his case to get paid, or does he Uh, just sit there and watch it burn? It depends on what Connor does. I mean, Connor had some nice plays. Look, obviously, they'd be better with Le'Veon Bell on the field. They would be. They're better with Antonio Brown on the field. They are, but if it's time to turn it over and you have somebody that's not buying into the team concept and they they get to the point that their drama or distraction isn't worth the headache of keeping on the roster. I'm not saying, I'm not saying they're at that point, but give yourself some flexibility. Salute gentlemen. Salute. Salute. Fitzpatrick's deal has been awesome. I've also loved following Patrick Mahomes. I, I'm going to readily admit that what that guy has done over a couple of games, incredible to me. Uh, four touchdowns in week one, six touchdowns versus the Steelers. Just absolutely filthy. And I'm, I'm certainly not saying that Ryan Fitzpatrick is has the arm talent that Mahomes has. But Fitzpatrick has seen, he's been in the league long, I think 14 years. He's been in the league long enough that he's seen enough. You know what I'm saying? And he knows what he's going to have to do. I'm curious to see how Mahomes' season plays out. You have to give him massive amounts of credit for the first two weeks. I can't imagine that guy stays that hot, you know what I mean, through the season. I think it's only a matter of time before they get enough tape on him to kind of figure out where his weaknesses really are. But right now... The fact that Reed has him playing as well as he does. and Reed's going to put him in good spots. Exactly. 
But yeah. also the biggest thing with Kansas City right now is their defense is like a sieve. So mm-hmm. basically the way you beat Kansas City is by outscoring them, and the way that offense is gelling right now, it's pretty damn hard to do that. No, you better show up ready to ball. Keep this in mind. Roethlisberger was starting down to 60 for 452 yards and three touchdowns, and that team lost. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the stats are nice, but they need to be productive and relevant statistics. It's just what it needs it's, to be. It's going to come down basically to who can make the fewest mistakes and what defense can make the most stops. Yeah. Well, if Mahomes and is going that, to play, if and Mahomes, that's why I'm betting against the Niners this week. Yeah, if Mahomes is going to play like that, it's going to be hard to, to to bet against them. But I think it's kind of a fun gamble. Do keep in mind, uh, whether it's Andy Reid putting Mahomes in good situations, whether it's the you know, kind of leadership and mentorship that Alex Smith gave to him, which I think is a great story, by the way. Phenomenal story, by the way. Uh, but just keep in mind that what Mahomes has done is historic level good. He's the first player ever with 10 touchdowns in the first two games. I mean, just ridiculous. That, that's absurd. Yeah. I mean, Mahomes, his release and the velocity on, on his throws, just you watch it and you're like, you know, he makes other NFL quarterbacks look slow. You know what I mean? Uh, which is weird to say, but he just, he's so fluid and so fast getting that thing the hell out of there that, you know, you watch it and you're just like, and I, look, gentlemen, we've seen a lot of football. We've seen a lot of football games. Mahomes' arm talent is legit. Oh, yeah. So, I'm impressed he hasn't broken any fingers yet. Yeah. <laughs> Long as he keeps his head right, he's going to be okay. I mean, this is one dude that has the potential to overthrow Tyreek Hill, even though, and we all know how fast Tyreek Hill is. Tyreek Hill's a damn burner, dude. That guy's fast as hell. So, you know, you can overthrow him. You got some mustard on that thing. So, eh, anywho. Uh, Well, look, let's bounce around in a couple of things as we uh, wrap up and wind up. Uh, any particular games that you wanted to hit on? Yeah, I'll talk about the Niners real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's let, let's go for it. Go for it. San Fran, <clears throat> baby. San Fran in a... Uh, it looked for a while that they were going to blow Detroit out of there, and then Detroit came kind of rambling back, so it ended up being a smidge closer. I don't know if you were ever really concerned, uh, but at least they, they got a little bit closer. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I get... I've seen, like, all the articles on, like, how Richard Sherman's, like... That even though we won, it felt like a loss because we let them back in the game. It got yeah. so close. Um, I know Jimmy G was like, you know, we, you know, that part of that's on me not being able to really move the ball in the second half. And but here's the thing that people keep forgetting: Matthew Stafford constantly does this in the fourth quarter. Yes, just every time they're behind. It's True like, story. You got to give this man credit. I mean, over the past few years, he's been magic in the fourth quarter. Whether whether it's just coming up short but, or actually getting right. the win, he's always bringing that team back from down like a couple touchdowns at least. Yeah. So, but all, all in all, I like I liked what I saw when the team started gelling a little bit more on offense. Um, obviously, I'm very happy that Ruben Foster's gonna be back this week. Hopefully, he's ready to go because he's gonna bring a different type of energy to the defense. Uh-huh. Granted, still tall order to shut down Kansas City. Very. Uh, well, so we'll see what happens there. But 
<clears throat> the biggest thing for me that I kind of, and I'm still, I'm not sold on it yet, but I like how Matt Breida stepped up to the plate. Had, oh. a, hell, had a hell of a run. Great game. Yeah. Show, Great showed that game. he had and that nice burst of speed that can get through the hole quickly and have that breakaway speed. And it's funny now, after two weeks, he actually leads the NFL in rushing. Wow. And it's on limited carries. I I did not not realize that. That's that's amazing. Yeah, he's one. He's number one. His comment was, well, I guess I'll just have to go win the rushing title now. (laughs) (laughs) Side on in that game. So um, so glad I left him on my bench. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. (laughs) Look. You're, you're talking to somebody that had uh, Connor and didn't play him and uh, Burita and didn't play him. So, Oops. yeah. What are you going to do? Job, get effort. It's life, buddy. It's life. Uh, 49ers, at the top, a couple of thoughts. 49ers 30, Lions 27. 49ers had kind of built kind of a, a nice buffer slash lead there. <laughs> and the, the Lions mounted a compelling, entertaining comeback. But you know... That, that's too much like losing curse in one concentrated area. I mean, Christ. <laughs> Dallas. Yeah, right? I mean, I'm just saying, man. There's certain locations. Certain, yeah. Cer- certain teams, certain locations, man. Like, like the losing curse is strong. Mm-hmm. You know? Again, as a Redskins fan, I completely understand. Because, God bless, they have the, <laughs> they have the losing curse. And I, I do think Cleveland might be... Uh, I'm sorry to do this. I do think Cleveland might be shaking it off. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. Almost made it. Almost made it up. Almost. Oh, no. We have an autoplay somewhere along the line. Oh, crap. Justin, we will let that go. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Shannon. I mean, you already had it going, so I might as well just just take the bait. <laughs> You're welcome. Moana. So, like, I haven't seen Frozen yet, but Lord knows I've seen Moana a lot. Oh, just wait. Yeah, no, I know. I know my time's coming. I've had enough beer that I totally forgot what I said, like, four minutes ago. Uh, Sam Jackson has some thoughts. Oh God, it's probably it's probably our cue to be like, shut up, wrap up some thoughts, <laughs> and just get the hell out. Correct the mundo. You're a smart Thank motherfucker. You. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, were there any big shocks? The shocks for you this past weekend? Um, uh-huh. I think my favorite, one of my favorite things. There's a couple of things I'll tell you. One of my favorite things is John Gruden coming out talking about how hard it is to find a good pass rusher after they traded Khalil Mack. Dude, <laughs> shut <laughs> the hell up! You, oh my god! You traded. How do you f that up? Just say you didn't want to pay the dude. That it's okay if you say you know what we didn't want to allocate the resources to that guy. He's a great player, but. You know, we, we just wanted to build our team differently. It's okay to say that. But, you know, to kind of bitch about stuff, at, at, you know, as they lost to the Broncos, uh, which kudos to Case Keenum, by the way, because uh, he had a couple of picks. But kudos to him for fighting through some of that. Uh, and kudos okay. to the Broncos for that. But I, I love this line from, from John Gruden. Quote, it's hard to find a great one. It's hard to find a good one. It's hard to find one. Bro, you had one. 
and you got rid of the dude. Yeah, yes. that's your own fault. He was going to be expensive. Yes. But you had the guy. You spend the money, bro. Yeah. Look, Derek Carr's like, quote, it's hard to watch him go out and strip sack everybody. End quote. Well, of course it is. You don't think you don't think Oakland could have used Khalil Mack the other night? Give me a break, man. Of course they could have. Dude, that Bears defense against Seattle. Whoo. Oh man, they Khalil Mack was all up in Russell Wilson's face oh, all dude, night dude long. Right. Khalil Mack's a baller. Khalil Mack is a legit baller. No question about that. No question about that. I hate to say it, but I think definitely this is where Seattle falls apart and they're starting definitely starting their downward trend even well, more so. The, the the uh the memes had the Seattle bandwagon inning this Oh week. yeah, they oh oh no, yeah, for real. The, the Seattle bandwagon had the gravestone like 2012 to 2018. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Uh noticeably they're not as bad as uh they're not as silent as the 20,000 empty seats at FedEx. Not that <laughs> level yet. No, not that level yet. Give him a, give him a, f- a few more games. <laughs> give him a few more. Uh, I still like Russell Wilson a lot. Great, you know, great player. But I do think he is legitimate. I do think he's a, he's he's a gamer, and I, I think he's going to bust his hump to help you win. But I mean, you got P- Pete Carroll coming out talking about him overthinking. Basically, is that fair criticism? I don't know. The only only people that really know that are you know the coaches and and the player. I mean, it's just. It's an awkward thing to leak out, though, right? Awkward, 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 awkward. I mean, as far as Seattle goes, I don't think oh, it's yeah. so much. You can't, you can't blame solely uh, Russell Wilson on that. You no. really have to look at the fact that the team's not healthy. They don't have a great offensive line. They're missing players Definitely on their don't. starting defense. This is going to turn into you know a big mess until they can finally get healthy and at least attempt to right the ship. Not that I really want to see them. Do no, that, I mean you're a 49ers fan. You're probably like, good, suck for a little while. F you. <laughs> Pretty uh, much. And, th- and that's how I feel. Yeah, I mean, right. and I empathize with that. I mean, so, I, so I got Go ahead, one Shannon. that'll that'll last you for a second. Yeah. Captain. Uh, was Clay Matthews penalty actually legit? Yeah, that was crap, dude. We, we look, we've grown up with football. We've seen a lot of stuff. There's going to be rule changes. Uh, look, the Packers Vikings game was 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 pretty compelling uh, in its own right. You know, Cousins had another "you Vike that" kind of day. <laughs> Good for him. I can't walk away from the end of that game without feeling. And this is, you know, keep in mind, I like the Packers. I'm relatively neutral about most stuff when it comes to the podcast, but I'm hard pressed to see how that went the way that it did with my contextual understanding of football, right? Uh, Disappointed, terribly, terribly disappointed. And the thing is, is I saw, when I watched the play, I was like, you're kidding, right? But the thing was, is when they gave their explanation, I was like, yeah, but, you know, that's going to happen sometimes. He's going to get him a little too low, and sure, he stands up a little bit. The guy comes off the ground a little bit. I get that, but you can't just automatically say that's a personal foul. And they're like, oh, that rule's been in the league for years. That's never changed. Well, it's clearly it has. Biggest bunch of BS. It has. It has. And, and what really sucks about it is not only did it give the Vikings new life, but then you had this amazing throw to Adam Thielen that I still can't figure out how the hell he caught the ball. 
no and clue yet, how they threaded this that. Play, in there. This one play overshadows the fact that it was probably one of the most amazing catches you're going to see in the first couple of weeks. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Look, Ever. It, it was a good game. If you didn't have a vested interest and you just watched it purely as a football fan, it was probably super compelling. But it, it was still bizarre. It was still bizarre. And, and incidentally, I think we owe a drink to Gonzalez and certainly to uh, <laughs> Daniel Carlson. Daniel Carlson. Bro, both of them are going to need some drinks because they, they, if they're not already, they should both be laid off. They're they ter- are. Terrible. Yep. Terrible. Terrible. This is Terrible. this is why I don't Terrible. understand why the Vikings got rid of Kai Forbath. But granted, they upgraded beyond him because they got Dane Bailey, who's what the second most accurate kicker in NFL history. Mm-hmm. So, why would you go with a rookie who's going to have those mental lapses because he just doesn't have that confidence? Whereas yeah. a veteran, they understand the pressure. They're not just like we were talking about earlier. Veteran kickers are going to make those types of kicks all yeah. the time. I don't care how big his leg is. I don't care if he's got a Greg Zerline or Justin Tucker leg. If he can't make him under pressure, he's worthless. Well, I I love that meme with uh, Daniel Carlson. And, you know, I didn't see one for Gonzalez, but I'm sure they exist too. Uh, But particularly with Carlson, it was like, you know, this picture of a house with a car driving into a brick wall instead of getting into the garage. It was like. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, I remember (laughs) that. They're like, oh, look, it's Daniel Carlson. I just laughed. It's so messed up. You know, I, I think Green Bay, if they're healthy, can be a pretty good team. I would say off the off the bat, bro. Cheers. <laughs> holy holy balls. Beer is re- in full effect. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's, he's got some liquor going, too. I do. So I, I, don't. I, I do. What teams are we talking about? You were talking about Green Bay, what they can be if they're fully healthy. Oh, 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 what? Uh, Green Bay and, and Minnesota? Yeah. Yes. All right. No, Green Bay, I think, can, can be pretty good if they're healthy. You know, Rodgers, obviously, he's going to have issues with that knee the whole year. It's just the reality of it. Obviously, they're having dialogues and discussions now about him continuing to play. And quite frankly, you know, maybe he takes a couple of weeks off. They may not need it against the Redskins. Happy birthday to me, by the way. Normally, I would go to that game, but... I'm not wasting money on that. I've already done the Clinton Portis jersey underneath the Brett Favre jersey. I've done the double up. It was fun. And I had a great time, but too much money to just go to a game. I guess I could probably uh, sneak in and just sit in the upper deck. There's nothing going on up there anyway. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't not really even matter. That, bro, just, just yeah. either uh, stay at your house. No, I'm watching that from home, dude. Actually, excuse me. Or, we're gonna go out. Just... We're gonna go. We're gonna go out. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna give people the heads up. We're gonna go out and just drink beer and watch football out at some establishment local. Uh, that'll be a good time. Green Bay has a has a decent ceiling, but they got to stay healthy. You know, in Minnesota, Minnesota is such a complete team. They're gonna find a way in, in matchups and schemes and what they're gonna do. They're gonna have some opportunity space. But I think it's very clear when you go back to this game, that flag and that call on Clay Matthews when it came to Kirk Cousins at the end, it was just disgusting. Terrible. I'm not a fan, not happy about it. And it doesn't have anything to do with me liking Green Bay or not, because I'm not anti Vikings. But that was just not an enjoyable scenario, not an enjoyable flag, not an enjoyable call as a football fan. 
he didn't hit him helmet to helmet. He didn't drive him down and land on top of him. He essentially hooked him in the midsection and brought him down. That's it. You can watch that play on, on replay or review a hundred times. There are far worse things that happen. You want to know? You want to talk about worse? How about that that Casey dude from the Falcons spearing Cam Newton in the head? That was a bad hit. That deserved the flag. That deserved the ejection. Deserved I'm amazed it. Cam got up from that hit. I know he did. He went completely and, rigid, and, and our, his back was all like locked in place. I mean, yeah. I thought he was just out, knocked the hell out. Oh, and I thought he, he got debowed for sure. I thought he got debowed, no doubt. And he wasn't, in a, he wasn't even in the medical tent for two minutes, and he came right back in. And I'm like, aren't you supposed to be out for a play, and you're supposed to be in there like that's for a the, good amount of time? That's the Russell Wilson effect, man. That's that's what that is. That's a tough one, man. I, I just, I don't know. For two weeks in, I mean, no Cousins' stats got padded a little bit because of OT, but I mean, my God, some of the throws that guy made, particularly late, to have the bomb, to have the monster bomb, and then to have that throw to Thielen, I can't drop any hate on the Vikings. I can't drop any hate on Kirk Cousins. And while I like the Packers' upside, I do. They they got to play better than that. And I, I, I think at the end of the day, I'm disappointed, A, in the play call against Clay Matthews because it was a pick that would have sealed the deal. But I'm also disappointed in the explanations that we've gotten that, you know, the position of the league. Um, and this is not just contained to Aaron Rodgers, right? It's not just contained to the upper tier guys, Drew Brees, Tom Brady. We like to bitch about it. We do. We're like, oh, yeah, he's complaining to the refs. Well, you see calls like that. You understand why sometimes people bitch to the refs. You know, it, it, it makes a certain degree of sense. I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I'm to, We're two weeks in, man. We're two weeks. It's still very, very, very early. Very it's early. It, it's very early, but I don't want to anoint anybody yet. I think that the most You don't want to crown them. No, I don't want to. No, Denny Graham. I don't want to crown them. I think the most frustrating thing at this point okay. is the biggest emphasis in the offseason was this helmet-to-helmet stuff, the way you tackle, stuff like that. And they've called it. I think once so far Inconsistent. In, the in two weeks Inconsistent. and yet, and yet it's all been this rough in the passer stuff, protecting the quarterback, yada, yada, yada. So it's just like, okay, well clearly everybody's changed their tackling habits to a degree, uh, but they're still going after the quarterback just the same. And obviously it's costing teams. Yeah. I mean, I think it's very clear that there's some confusion about what's a hit, what's a penalty, what's going to get flagged. Um, you know, you had Zimmerman talking about it. You have Aaron Rodgers talking about it. I mean, this is the guy that you could arguably say the rule is born out of, you know, his injuries against Minnesota last year. But, um, yeah, maybe that's fair. Maybe that's, maybe it's not, but just, I don't know, man. We're two weeks in, dude. I'm not going to sweat a whole bunch yet. I, I feel like I know a couple of teams that are bad and a couple of teams that are pretty good. And I don't want to sit here and just obsess over a whole bunch of ifs and nuts and, you know, it's that old, if every day was Christmas or whatever, that kind of deal. I, I just, I don't want to expend a lot of energy sweating that yet too early, but I, I do think you have a feel for the teams that are probably trending down and some teams that are probably trending up and it's just, can they stay consistent? Right. Red, Redskins sure won't. Um, <laughs> Arizona won't. 
right? There's some teams that you know are going to suck. You know are going to suck. And the thing is, I'm kind of concerned, and, it, and I'm, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Green Bay, uh, but I am concerned about them because with with Rodgers being injured and hobbled and well, <laughs> and no Rodgers coming the season was a, a wash. You know that because when they were saying that you know it's a grade two MCL sprain, you know grade one is just stretching the ligaments, and yeah. that takes about six. That takes about four to six weeks of rest. No. He to won't heal be right all own. year. He won't be right all year. Grade two is actual partial tear. Yeah. So he would have been almost better off if he just tore the damn thing so he could just get the surgery to correct it. Maybe, but then he's not playing it. You know you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if they have to turn it over to, to Deshaun Kaiser, their season is sunk. Right? I get, I mean, I I get mean, that. It's, it's it. just... Well, it's, all, the thing is, is now that they teams know he's a wounded duck, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing saying yeah, that... No, that's a fair point, but, you know... Rodgers can they can scheme ways to protect him with just the packages, right? Like oh yeah, he, it's a lot of the reasons why they're out of the shotgun a lot, so right. he can just take a two step drop and fire it off, so right. he doesn't have to worry about right. taking the five to seven step drops. There's plenty of ways to to manage that and to get around that for sure, for sure, gentlemen. I think the beer is spoken and the mixed drink is spoken, and it's two twenty. <laughs> And since I forgot the direction of where I was going and what I was trying to say, I think at least five times in the last 20 minutes, it's probably time to get the hell out. Because otherwise, I think people are going to listen to this podcast and be like, what the F are these people talking about? I have no clue. So, um, yeah, it's okay. So, so big picture takeaway, (laughs) big picture takeaways. Look, the Jaguars, kudos to you guys. Great win, great win versus New England. Uh, had me a little bit concerned that Willem might kind of press you at the end, but you know they 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 popped off for that big old touchdown to D.D. Westbrook. You have to give Blake Bortles some love. Lord knows we've given him his fair share of grief, but you have to give Blake Bortles uh, some love. You have to give Jacksonville some love. That's a quality win. They did a good job. They did a very good job. Um, I don't know that I wouldn't spend a lot of time trying to figure out. You know, ten weeks from now, twelve weeks, fourteen weeks from now. Some of the some of the people that are, you know, obviously have a strong start, will fade. It will collapse, and then there's going to be other teams that gel and kind of put it together and they get stronger as as the year rolls on. It's the way that it is every single year. You know it. I know it. We know it. Boom! It's what it is. So, it's certainly try to enjoy. Try to enjoy the football um, as we get to week three and week four. We're going to start to have a really good sense for what teams are and who teams are and what they do well and what they don't. That's around the corner. Uh, week two is still a smidge early. But, look, Bucks are a fun story. Fitzpatrick's a fun story. People hating on New England is entertaining. I kind of laugh. I don't I don't hate on them that way, but I, think, I do think it's funny. Lindy, you brought that on yourself, by the way. <laughs> Just letting you know. But... It's still early. That That's probably the best thing I can say to anybody. I don't care what, what team you're a fan of. It's still early. You don't need to fire a coach yet. Um, get in. Give it more than two weeks. This is not total recall. <laughs> I would say probably by week four we should have a really we good will. idea. We will. For sure. We will. We will. Because you get past week one overreaction and then the week two rebound. By the time you're three to four games in, barring injury, 
you know what a team is, right? You may not know what their final record's going to be. You may not know what. I try not to worry too much. A week two, I try not to worry. Uh, actually, to be honest, the only thing I do worry about is that all of a sudden it's going to be like week 10. I'm going to be like, oh, my God, the season's almost over. That's what's going to be weird. Oh, don't get me started there because I'm like going, man, is it really already week three yeah. is coming upon us? Yeah. This sucks. Yeah. So kudos, Dallas Cowboys, for knocking off the Giants. That was ugly as hell. Uh, y'all somehow made um, Tavon Austin relevant, which is incredible. So good job to you guys. Uh, kudos to the Jacksonville Jaguars for winning that game and beat them New England. Quality win. Um, Lions are crap. Kudos to the 49ers. I watched highlights of that game. I tell you, they <laughs> just ugh, ugh, barf, barf. Garoppolo, I like. Stafford, you know, I, I know the cardiac cats, the comeback kid, whatever you want to call that dude. I know he's had his moments. And I know some people have complained about, you know, Garoppolo going down too easy for a sack. Well, he's not there to take a, a big bunch of hits. That's not really the whole point. And that's true for some other people, too. But Take the sack or potentially throw an inter- game-changing interception. I mean, it's, yeah. it's kind of the way you kind of have to look at it just a little bit. So, sometimes it's just the way that it is, man. Live for another down, bro. I mean, we've, he's proven that there's well, he's got the weapons to get it down the field. So mm-hmm. even if he does take a sack on first down or second down, he's proven that they can easily make the third down. So it's it's not I'm not too worried about it. I'm just as no. long as he's not turning the ball over. No, I'm a happy man. Again, it's it, it's early in the course of the season. I think Garoppolo. I, I think the 49ers have some decent upside, especially if Breida is going to run like that. I don't know that it's going to hold all year long. You know, I don't. But and I'm a Garoppolo fan. I am, uh, and I, I think you know Belichick and the Patriots did him a solid getting him to you know San Francisco. I like that. I loved seeing Garcon block the hell out of somebody right in front of Breida to get that touchdown. Yeah, that big. Ass, I, I don't know who he was blocking, who he was blocking, but man, he blocked the balls out of that guy. But I mean, and that's the type of leadership, passion, energy you want to have yeah. out of the wide hell receiver. Yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, I will say I thought it was funny that in the fourth quarter with the uh, 49ers leading 30-13, to 13, Stafford was tiptoeing along the sideline and he got popped by uh, Elijah Lee, I think was the guy, who gets mm-hmm. flagged and then Garrett Blunt comes out and introduces himself to Lee with a big old fat shove, not that dude down on the ground. Of course, Garrett Blunt gets flagged and ejected. So, But I, I like to see them being protective of their quarterback. Maybe not the best way to do it. <laughs> Maybe not the best way to do that, but... I'm okay with that. Anywho, you know, honestly, guys, I'm tired enough. My birthday's coming up this weekend. I've had some, I've had some beverages and some beers, and I'm probably a smidge saucy. Shannon, I think, passed out again. Yeah, it's okay. I just, it, it's <laughs> it's two thirty in the morning. I'm not surprised. I'm tired. You're tired. I think I've forgotten what team I've been talking about like a couple of times, and I jumped and said random crap because my brain goes haywire. That's okay. Screw it. Uh, Randy, any takeaways, final thoughts for the NFL Week 2, and then what you're looking forward to Week 3? Uh, biggest thing with Week 2, like you said, we still don't know who really get a, get a sense of who's who yet. We, you know, There's just a few teams that we have a really already firm grasp on. We know Jacksonville's legit. Yes. They, their defense is absolutely amazing. I don't know if Bortles is going to continue to be play what, show what he did against New England, but we'll it's see. a lot to ask. 
obviously we all already can pretty much write off Buffalo and Arizona. They're done. Um, as far as week three goes, I'm really curious to see what Fitzpatrick's going to do against the Steelers. I'm really curious to see Bro. how the Steelers are going to respond to all the shit they've been dealing with all week. Dude, if, um, if, if they if the Steelers lose to the Bucks, you better check on Bethany, bro. I know, right? I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, the fact that they would start the, the first three weeks winless, I mean, I don't remember the last time I've seen the Steelers do anything like that. No, that, that's a rarity. Um, and, another team that I'm really curious to see what happens that should mm-hmm. be a decent game is going to be the Bengals and the Panthers. Uh, to see That, that could be a good football game. That's true. That could be a really good one. You know, we'll see which cam we get, and we'll also get to see if the Bengals really are legit. Because if they can hang with the Panthers or even beat them, I think that pretty much shows that they're ready to take that. Finally, finally take that that step for Marvin Lewis to actually, yeah, at least make make the playoffs. It's it's gonna be again. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, Bengals are gonna Bengal. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't I wouldn't put too much stock in what they're gonna do, personal preference. But either way, there's up. I mean, there is upside there. There may not be upside for Daniel Carlson. No, <laughs> may not be upside for him. His ass got cut from the Vikings. But yeah, no, totally. I'm on the same page with you, man. And obviously, there's a couple games this weekend. We know we're gonna be absolute just shellackings. I mean, you got to figure Minnesota's gonna. Destroy Buffalo. Oh, and you figure should. New England's going to be pissed off when they play the Detroit. Yes, so. should. Especially getting, essentially getting embarrassed because they, Jags just out physical them. That's what it was. That's one of the things you got to do to the Patriots. You have to hit them in the mouth. Yeah, well, you got to do a lot of things. You, you got to beat them up. You got to scheme them up. You have to execute well. You know what I mean? If if you if you crack an opening in one of those three phases, and you could argue that there's more phases. I'm just keeping it to those three. Uh, if you give them opportunity space, they're going to take it. So you got to get it done, man. You got to get it done. Don't don't half-ass. Don't have guns a blazing. No half-ass. Whatever cliches you want to drop on there, that's fine. Make yourself feel better with some random expressions, but you got to finish it off. But most importantly for week three, I mm-hmm. look forward to. Hanging with you on Sunday, watching the games. Oh, it's going to be fun. Beers. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's been a while since we've actually all gotten together and actually watched games, drank no. beer, go to It's been a forever, bar. dude. It's been forever. I think it's going to be nice to get out, watch some football, hang out, drink some beers, BS, laugh, uh, make yep. fun of people's fantasy teams, and just have a good time. <laughs> um, and hopefully Shannon drinks so much beer that he passes out snoring in his in his you know, supply of chips and salsa from Fox and the Hound. So I think that's where we're going to end up. Uh, anyway, look, I, you know what? Big picture. It's still, it's still early. If your team is a dumpster fire at 0-2, you're probably F. Let's not kid ourselves. Detroit, you're not going anywhere. Buffalo, you're definitely not going anywhere. Chargers are just going to tease people a little bit. The Redskins are, are going to be mediocre AF because it's what they are. <laughs> Giants look like they're going to devolve into a bag of sucks. So at least the Redskins aren't alone. Uh, Cowboys aren't. Co- let's not. Don't fool yourself. I like Dak, but nah, <laughs> nah. So NFC's is a mess. If Wentz comes back and he's good, I don't see anybody getting them. But forty-one man birthday coming up. 
thanks for uh, mentioning it. Thanks for reminding me. I, I guess I'm an old fart that needs to yell at clouds because, like, I for real, like, I lost track of the <laughs> evening, man. I apologize for that. That's my bad. That that's on me. That's on me. But <laughs> it's the sports for always I, take the I over. I know. I know. Just, just take the over. Don't even worry about anything that's legitimate. Just take the over. There, we're gonna drink too much beer and get dumb, and you're probably gonna win. <laughs> Hit on Clay Matthews again. Crap. I don't know that, you know, I think it might take a, you know, four to five weeks for the NFL to settle in on this thing. I think they're going to try really hard to get people to leave the quarterback mostly alone. Maybe this is the Von Miller method where you just go after the ball and you don't make a lot of contact with the quarterback. You go after Uh-oh. the ball. That's it. I'm, well, yes, Shannon, you are right. I did absolutely. No, 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 no. Look, man, chill out, Sam. I did absolutely. You said ball. Say ball. You, yes. You're right. Effort. I'm just happy the Browns won. <laughs> Redskins might but, suck ass. Packers should be decent, but you know, you know what, Cleveland, the stunts for you. Salud. 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 All right, gentlemen, let's wrap up and get the hell out of here. I've forgotten my thoughts so many times. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad sign, dude. It's a bad. Sign. I know I'm gassed. I know I'm tired when that's the, the when that's the, my brain just short circuits on its own. That's You're terrible. gassed, Shannon was snoring. So, I know, you know. I know. It's okay. It's two thirty minutes. It's time. Yeah, to roll. it is. It's two thirty. Let's call it a day. Kudos, Cincinnati. Kudos, Atlanta. Chargers. It doesn't count. The Bills are terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> Vikings. Packers. That's a BS tie. Packers got hosed. Uh, I'll be Thank curious. To, I'll be curious to see how that unfolds over the course of the season. Texans, Titans, the Titans, dude. Tennessee fans, you're in for a long year, bro. You're for a long year. Browns, Saints, who cares? Because the Browns won the night on Thursday night football, so f that game. Dolphins, Jets, <laughs> Chiefs, Steelers, dude. Patrick Nobody Mahomes. Nobody cares. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, freaking arm cannon, arm missile. That guy is just is so ridiculous, dude. So ridiculous. He's got more magic missiles than a bad Stormy Daniels porn video. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, I don't even know what a magic missile is in a porn video. <laughs> nope. 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 Uh, Eagle, nope. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, Cardinals, you're shit. The Rams. I mean, I, I think I had a note that the Rams have outscored people like 57 to nothing over the past six quarters or something, but. Cardinals suck. Rams, and you know, kudos to you guys. 49ers, I think, have fight in them. The Lions, y'all are going to suck. Just go ahead and stink. Get some better draft picks. Uh, John Gruden, it's your own fault for trading Khalil Mack. The Patriots, well, as the Jaguars early on, they're better than you right now. The Giants, y'all suck at. Y'all suck ass. No wonder D-Stat didn't show up tonight. He quit just like you guys did in the middle of that damn game. <laughs> Now I freaking know. But but real quick, we, yeah. you have to admit the faces that Eli makes when he's Bro, being picked up after being he's sacked a are he's phenomenal. A, Eli Manning is a living freaking meme. It's fantastic. <laughs> he really is. And I know somewhere along the line, one of my brain fart disappearing in the middle of conversations was was about Russell Wilson and the Seahawks and the Bears. I know that for sure. I love the line about um, him like trying too hard or thinking too hard or whatever it was. Just, dude, if your quarterback has to be like 90%, 80, 85 to 90% of your offense, you need to get that dude some help. 
right? They've had <laughs> offensive line problems for years, and they still have not sufficiently addressed them. That is not Russell Wilson's fault. That is your freaking fault, organization. That's your yeah. fault. Your fault. And, and just ask Ryan Grigson how well that works. Figure uh, out your unemployment line. Figure out your lineman and STFU. It don't work out. All right, MacGuffin. Uh, MacGuffin is drunk. All right, all right, 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 right. right MacGuffin. All right, Randy Giles. <laughs> oh, my God. It's okay, bro. It's week two. You know what? The Redskins didn't do well this week. They sucked. They sucked. Oh, my God. They oh, s- my God. I am so, so sorry. Randy! <laughs> there you go alright gentlemen let's get the hell out of here man wrap up thoughts let's bounce Shannon what you got I'm glad the Colts could actually show up one week and uh, look like an NFL team sorry Justin yeah it's okay what are you going to do uh, Redskins get the Packers this week and they're going to eat ass again so fuck it uh, Randy, yeah. Randy what you got uh, I'm not looking forward to this weekend just because the Niners get the Chiefs because, you know, you get the hot-handed Pat Mahomes. Oh, but, God. You know, we'll yeah. just uh, see how it plays out. I mean, you never know anything's possible, but I have a really bad feeling that Mahomes is going to keep adding to that record he's been uh, – he just set. So, well, oh well. It, it's going to slow down. I mean, 10 touchdowns in two weeks is ridiculous, four and six. I mean, it's just beyond obscene. Um, and I've heard people break down the film studying those Steelers and just talk about how atrociously they played. So, you know, we'll see that it's going to slow down a little bit. Um, although, you know, I'm, I'm completely fascinated by, uh, just by Mahomes and his arm. I, I, I just, you know, whether or not the chiefs end up being a good story the whole year, who knows it's too early yet. Uh, but I think he's they're They're going to be a fun follow, right? Cause they're going to, oh, yeah. they're going to drop the hammer on some teams and you just think Kelsey and Watkins and you start naming run. I mean, they've got a cream hunt. I mean, they have some nice, nice, nice skill position talent. That's going to be a really interesting team to watch, particularly if they're legit good on both sides of the ball and they're a playoff yeah. team. That's going to be fun. So no doubt about that. Anything else, Randy? Or are you good to go? I'm good to go. All right. Let's get the hell out. Let's go get some rest. Peace out, y'all. We have the sports where you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, LiveSportsCaster.com, the Google Play Store. Keywords are sports and brew. Wherever it is you want to hunt hunt us down, use those two words, man. You're probably going to find us. I am the captain with the sports brew. Go enjoy your night. Get some rest. Enjoy the football this weekend. And good night now. Nate. See ya.